From the heart of the city to the outer edges of the Beltway and beyond, this is the District of Misfits Show. The drinking show with a podcast problem. This is your guide into our unique and beautiful city. The good, the bad, the ugly, as well as the funny and straight up ridiculous. Told by us before someone tells it for us. The opinions expressed on this show are our own. And we make no apologies. What's up, heathens? Happy Sunday to you, and welcome to another episode of the District of Misfits show. The drinking show with a podcast problem, the podcast for the rest of us. I am your boy, Boo, hanging out with my friends, Marcus and Val, and this week, our good buddy, my brother from another mother, Drew Swift, a.k.a. DSB, in the house. How is it going, everybody? Doing well, doing well, Boo. How about yourselves? Uh, I can't complain, man. I've had a pretty, uh, pretty good week, man. Decent weather, played a lot of music, got to go shoot some guns with Drew. We had a good old time. We'll be talking about that a little bit later, man. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a better week, you know, uh, future's still uncertain, but still, we're still kicking it. I mean, it's going to be uncertain until this shit is all gone and vaccinated and mask and all that shit. So, yeah. How about you, Marcus? Enjoy the ride. Um, What's uh, up? I split my time between Delaware and DC this week. Uh, Bored as fuck at the beach and happy to be back in the studio. Let's just put it like that. Bored as fuck at the beach. Yeah, that man. is some serious first world problem shit, bro. Yeah, it, it really, it, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and go. I'm drink. like, what's what's that feel like? Right? I mean, I'm the, I know what it's like to be bored, but bored at the beach. Shit. All righty. Damn. What's up with you, Val? How are you? What's going on? All right. You know, I'm living the dream. Not really. Just, you know. <laughs> Somebody's dream. <laughs> Maybe not yours, but Someone's it's some, someone out there's like worked a, worked a little bit this week, you know. Boo, you you made that post about um, people who don't tip will should should be forced to um, work a double outside in the patio, dude. You're like, and I was like, mm, I did that already. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so if anyone would enjoy watching that show, it would be you. And uh, yeah, somebody just sent that to me today. Umberto, shout out to you if you're watching. Um, yeah, he, he. I was like, yes, I, I, I'm not a fan, but I would totally. I'd watch the fucking <laughs> shit out of that show. I would DVR that shit. I would. I'd follow I, it. For I did super well, and yet I've lived that already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up, Drew? How are you, brother? Welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm good, dude. You know, believe it or not, I actually also had a good week. Uh, last week was the first week since the pandemic went down that I actually made enough in tips that I didn't rate to pull any unemployment. Awesome. Right on. Nice. That's, a, that's a good problem to yeah, have. Man. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Get my second vaccination shot on Friday. Oh, yeah. That's ready, right yeah. on. Okay. Ready to get Marcus, did you get and... yeah, I got. Yeah, I got my first one this week, too. So Nice. What'd you get? Uh, visor, yeah, Pfizer, Pfizer, whatever. Visor, Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. <laughs> I like to wear a Pfizer. It's cool. <laughs> Just don't wear it upside down and backwards. Yeah, please don't do that. Or like sideways, like that shit used to be a thing. Like I can't believe that used to be. A you thing. know who used to rock the backwards visor upside down? Not me, Steve Spurrier. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he would. He would. He would. Boo. 
that fucking dude. Yeah. Man, Drew, yeah. So for those of you who do not know, um, actually, you know what? Real quick, before we get super deep into this, let me do my due diligence here and <clears throat> thank everybody that is tuned in right now. Please like and share on um, all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Um, we are available on most of them. And uh, specifically, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, The District of Misfits, on Twitter, at DC Misfits. <clears throat> YouTube, we have our own channel, The District of Misfits Show, where you can check out this show and other podcast content that we are putting out. Um, uh, Twitch is District of Misfits. And feel free to swing by crushingdc.com and do some shopping. Get yourself some fresh spring gear and uh, you'll be supporting us and we'll be greatly appreciative. So like I was saying, um, for those of y'all who don't know, Drew is. Oh, shit. I think I had to take a penalty drink because I did not turn the volume down on my device. I was like, what am I hearing? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Hold on. Hold me. Penalty drinks. I'm into it. Oh wait. Yeah. Just if wait. your phone, if your phone goes off, if all of a sudden like we start hearing ourselves, like I just did, yeah, and it, you know, other other random things that we decided. Sure, they get arbitrary. Who's like all highbrow with his wine glass in his <laughs> Oh, dude. I'm drinking. I'm drinking lowbrow wine out of a highbrow glass. Out of boy. Out of boy. <laughs> Hey boo, hey boo, where where can everybody find you at though? Uh you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh I'm also on Reddit too, but I don't really I just some stalker on Reddit. Uh but at crushing boo, keep it all simple. One stop right. shopping. Right. How about on. you, Marcus? I am the pasteurized chef on all platforms. Keep it easy, keep it sleazy. <laughs> yeah. And Val's a little bit more complicated than that. I am on the book of face. I am Valerie Michelle Torres, two L's, Michelle with two L's. Twitter and Instagram, I am at VMTDC, right there. There. You got it. Good job, Val. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Drew, um, we'll we'll be flashing your stuff a bunch over over the course of the show. But uh, what do you uh, tell tell the people where you at on your socials? Uh, you know, man, I keep the book of faces too, mainly just for family and dudes I serve with in the Marine Corps, which is fucking crazy because when you check into that shit, it's like right wing gun nuts, <laughs> dude. It's it's nuts. And then I'm on Twitter uh, under at SWFT1, uh, and my Instagram account is mill.redical. I always wondered what I wanted to ask you about that. Like, okay, what, what is that? What is mill dot radical or reticle? Yeah. Okay. So a mill dot is a dot that is used in a sniper's reticle to tell distance. So a mill dot radical references the type of reticle that's used in a Marine Corps sniper rifle to tell distance at extreme ranges. Right on. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I knew it was some crazy shit, dude. I, We're I like. Yo, hey, get ready, dude. This episode, y'all are gonna fucking y'all are gonna learn some shit, dude. Let me tell you, Drew's Drew's gonna Drew's gonna drop some shit on y'all. This it's coming. So I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's I had a very we went shooting this past week and we had I have I was telling I was telling Sarah, I was telling my mom, I was like, yo, it was educational the entire it was fun. We had a great time, but 
Drew's, Drew's all about education. It's all about knowledge. Well, it's I'm ready for our field safety. trip. Like, yeah, whenever you guys want. Whenever <laughs> yeah. you guys want. Like, seriously, we, you know, and I told Boo in, in the beginning, I know we were all supposed to go out. Um, I was just glad that, you know, we had a couple of options. We could have just gone to the range for like an hour or we could have made a day of it. And I'm really glad that we made a day of it because then you get to actually see, you know, what's up out on the range. You know, it's a much more immersive experience. And like I told you the other day, shit, man, give me an opportunity to chill with you for four or five hours. Like I, I haven't been able to do that in a while. So it was hey, good. Yeah, man, no doubt. And so, okay. So while we're, while we're here, while we're at it, man, tell everybody like what you do, break it, break it down. Cause there's a chance to do some shameless promotion. All right. Uh, so I'll, I'll actually give you the, I am a firearms instructor. Uh, I own a firearms academy. I teach people gun safety. Uh, in addition to that, on an advanced level, I also teach people marksmanship, fundamentals of marksmanship, and how to shoot guns. Um, I'll give you the same spiel I give my classes, uh, because when you speak to a classroom full of people who are learning how to shoot guns for the first time, usually they're pretty nervous. So giving your credentials is usually a positive first step to put people at ease and let them understand that they're dealing with a professional. So... Normally, it would go something like this. Hi, my name is Drew Swift. Uh, for those of you who've never met me, I am a former infantry Marine. I spent eight and a half years in the United States Marine Corps, all of them in an infantry billet. I spent six and a half years with 3rd Battalion, 8th Marines. Four of those were with their scout sniper platoon. In that platoon, one of my primary responsibilities was that of a PMI, which is a primary marksmanship instructor. That meant that it was my job to teach my Marines how to shoot. Uh, when you talk about marksmanship, you need to understand that all modern marksmanship comes from the Marine Corps and their professionalism towards marksmanship. It's where it all started. Um, in addition to those, I am also certified by the National Rifle Association to instruct pistol, shotgun, rifle, concealed carry and wear, defensive pistol. I'm a chief range safety officer with the National Rifle Association. I'm also a range safety officer aboard Marine Corps Base Quantico. Um, in addition to that, uh, I am a shooting enthusiast. I do it because it makes me smile. I love to lay in the dirt and shoot really big guns a really long way and hit really small things. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's where I get my 12-sided dice and I can nerd out and just tinker with the little things. So it makes me smile. <laughs> oh, some flash in my creds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to, yeah, Mark, 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 once Marcus so, gets the binging. It's funny because, you know, we're going to get there in a minute. Uh, my The weirdest thing for me my, after I go through that is to then turn and look at people and be like, guys, I am not your normal everyday NRA instructor that you're going to meet on the street. Uh, and I think, Boo, I hope you can attest to that. No, you know, <laughs> I can definitely attest to that. And so with that with that being said, for for, for the the flip side of it, um. Tell tell the people how how we know each other how how oh, how, we, how we met. Um, so I was not born here, but I was definitely raised here. Uh, I lived at Thirteenth and Fairmont in 1984 when it was not really cool to live in Columbia Heights as the only white kid on the block. Ooh. Not that you know, yeah, dude. It, you know, I was white boy Drew <laughs> for sure. Uh, Hashtag white boy Drew Marcus. <laughs> All of that being said, uh, you know, I actually left the DMV in uh, 94 to join the Marine Corps. Uh, but my last two years, I was stationed at Quantico. 
while I was there, I moved back in with my girlfriend at 14th and Wallach, uh, like basically a block behind Polly's old place on U Street. Um, so once I came back into the city, I started bartending at Bedrock Billiards in Adams Morgan. I worked there for 10 years. Uh, I helped open the Reef Restaurant in Adams Morgan and ran that place for like seven years. Uh, I helped open Church Key down on 14th Street. I was the opening general manager at Meridian Pint in Columbia Heights. Uh, I went on to run uh, Brooklyn Pint over in Brooklyn. Uh, and then from there, I started bartending at the Anthem. And I also am currently bartending up at uh, Midlands in Parkview. So, Boo and I go back. We've known each other for 22, 23 years now. Yeah. Uh, way back in the day in Adams Morgan. So, I know all those rats. So, feel free to tell any story you want to tell about Boo. <laughs> I, I know oh, all dude, we, bro, we got stories, <laughs> we got bro. Like, stories, we yeah. used to go to, like, we used to tailgate. Like, Drew was like... I was we, in charge of the Redskins tailgate crew back in the day. Bleeding I burgundy and gold, dude. Yeah. This is the tip of the spear, dude. Like, this hey. is who... This was the point man, for sure. Hey, for Drew, sure. somebody has a question for you. What you got? Where do, you oh, host where do I class? host classes? Um, I teach classes everywhere. Um, generally speaking, I teach a basics of pistol class in Falls Church uh, at the American Legion every Saturday. Uh, I teach a either a variation of rifle, shotgun, or range safety officer at the VFW uh, in McLean on Sundays. But I am completely mobile, flexible. I can teach anywhere. Uh, I'm licensed to carry firearms in the district. I'm licensed to carry firearms in Virginia. So, yeah, I can teach you anywhere you need to go. And we'll but be what flashing. I can teach you is a different story. And we, I'm sure we're going to get into that. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, we'll be flashing Drew's uh, creds. Yeah. Um, actually, Mark, you want to throw that up there? Yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah. So, Drew and I, we've, yeah, we met. We met in the bars. We are, we are brothers. I've known Boo longer than I've known my wife. It's crazy <laughs> to think about. Yeah. Which one? Who do you and like his more? And his wife and I are both godparents to uh, a mutual friend's kid. So that's nice. true. You know, if something happens to them, y'all are gonna have to take care of the kid because I can't. I can. I can these two. I can barely just, take care of myself. I'm just you know. blessed to have Gary. <laughs> it's Drew, three girls, three? and a, three, three, three females and a cat. Oh, Jesus <laughs> you No, know, you think he's kidding. I had to buy a male cat just so I could have another dick just in the balance out. <laughs> right on, right on. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, safe safe words. Um safe words. Um safe words. Yeah. My my safe word. Oh shit. Um my safe word's gonna be Friday. I'm just gonna go. I'm going out there. I, I did. A, I pulled a. I pulled a. Um, a verbal cant. I just literally looked down at this piece of paper over here, and it was the first thing I saw. So you did, I you, you did what I do. You did. You did what I did. I pulled a. Oh yeah, I pulled a Marcus. That boy. As I okay. look around the room, trying to figure out what the fuck to I do. Just pulled mine. Mine's <laughs> gonna be Darth Vader. Um. Well, uh, it could be. Only, it, it, it. We don't usually do proper names. It's got to be. And has to be one word. One Vader. word. Vader. Well, I'll, I'll allow your we'll guess. Do Vader. Mine will be Yoda. Oh, <laughs> that's a. Well, I guess that's I'm a in the right room. <laughs> well, you know what? Fuck it. We're letting Vader ride. We'll let Yoda ride. <laughs> and you threw up the baby too. So, like, how are we gonna hate on that? <laughs> like, there's a poster uh, of the child hanging up in my living room. Like, with nice. that kind of 
This is the household I live in. I mean, how cute is this little guy? Dude, he changed the world. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) He changed the world. The dude, the world was looking like a really dark, fucked up place for a minute. And then this little ray of light. And then all of a sudden, like. This little ray of light popped up out of this pod. And we were all like. (gasps) You felt the world just take this collective gas of like. And I needed it. It was at a time we need. We didn't know how bad we needed Baby Yoda until they gave him to us. Like, <laughs> and if something had happened to him, we would have all been out in the streets just fucking burning. Oh, look at that face. He's eating fucking baby eggs, and we're like, you're like, you shouldn't do like, that. Oh, it's so cute. Look, look at him. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, psh, glad he uses his powers for good, man. What up, Greg? For, for hey, now, Greg. Yeah, yeah shout out to everybody. Greg, your baby is like a tiny little doll baby. Like the pictures <laughs> that you post of your baby, I can't take it. It's <laughs> a good problem to have. I, yeah, my word is uh, sanitizer. Oh, wow, Damn. we've all Kaiser Sozade today. Yeah, and- <laughs> you've, you've all pasteurized chefed it. Yeah, so uh, everybody here has been poked at least once, and yes. is getting getting poked a second time. I'm I. Not that. Not next Saturday. The Saturday after. Is, Friday, uh, Friday, Friday. Nice. When's so, mine? Mine is the 29th of April, I think. Do, you know, so um, two more weeks. Uh, is it just me? Like they say that, like there's a distribution problem in DC, but I feel like I'm hearing more people getting as getting of, it than having. As, about, of, ahead, as sorry, of tomorrow, about. everybody's eligible. 16 and above. Everybody will be eligible for for the. You just have to. You just have to pre-register. Yeah, so. the, dumb shit, the dumb shit I heard about DC was that like CVS and Walgreens and Giant Pharmacy were all told to stop vaccinating people. And they were like, "We've got vaccines. We're part of this federal program." Grubs down in Southeast has been trying to like vaccinate people for a fucking week, and they're like, "No, you can't because it's not through like the DC.gov website." Dude, that's so dumb. Like, just stick, stick me, bro. I'll just do it. Where do I sign? This guy's Nike. I don't fucking care. Like, (laughs) yo, Greg, I'm okay. By the way, Um, (laughs) the the poking was consensual. (laughs) He was worried about me. I just want. I I kind of scam my way. I scam my way into a uh, vaccination. Marcus, don't put that out in public. I don't give a fuck. Well, you know what? Here's the deal. Apparently, if you live in a rural area or a red district, you can just walk in and get it because the average people in those areas and of that demographic are not doing it. Well, well so one of our one of our friends drove down to North Carolina to get her shot because she found out that like there's a there's a county that can't get people to vaccinate to get vaccinated. So she they just had all these open appointments and she just drove down there and she's they didn't care they didn't care where you were from they just had all these vaccinations yeah Yeah, an entire county an entire county of people that are just like nope yeah yeah Yeah. i mean and i'm sure they're not the only one it's just no that's the one that we're aware of it's i wish i lived in a world where i could be surprised or disappointed by shit like that well i am disappointed (laughs) but like uh, uh, not surprised not surprised at all no not surprised no no, 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 anyway, so we were going to talk about, I'm going to bitch about this fucking Gates douchebag because he's fucking fun. And then we're going to talk about white people problems. Apparently there was a, what was it? A 
there was a rally. Oh, White Lives Matter. It was a yeah. rally for the uh, for the melanin impaired. <laughs> and uh, oh, shit, Marcus. <laughs> Damn you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we got more cops fucking up. Fucking, fucking up, man. Just fucking up. Uh, and then some more sad news. Some more shooting shit that's uh was where we're gonna let drew really fucking go go to town on y'all uh and then we're gonna talk about um dmx and apparently some other dude in england died too but yeah fuck that dude yeah I don't know if someone else like, if you're into that type of shit um he, he looks like the tails from the crypt guy so fuck him dude no my man my man one of my <laughs> like, friends one of my friends posted a picture of the uh the dude from phantasm you gotta pull that pull that up, Mark. It's bing that shit. The old bing man from shit, old man from Phantasm. <laughs> it's like if that dude, if the old man from Phantasm and a Skeksis had a baby, like you know the Ooh. Skeksis from the Dark Crystal, Those fucking vulture vulture <laughs> people, yeah, that type of shit. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, before we go all crazy and ham into that shit, we want to thank everybody that is rocking with us. What? Greg, I'm not paying attention to you in the comments. You're messing with me. Um, yeah, follow us, like us on Facebook and Instagram, District of Misfits Show, on Twitter at DC Misfits, on YouTube, the District of Misfits Show, Twitch, District of Misfits, and go to crushingdc.com and purchase some some of our wares and support us. Um, all right, so yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and get on this. So um professional howdy doody mannequin and all around knuckle dragging my dad owns a dealership looking scumbag representative matt gates uh the, i talked about him last week he is being investigated for sex trafficking uh transporting you know paying for young paying for underage girls to travel across state lines to meet him in hotel rooms and have sexual relations with him and Last week, we played his amazing interview with Tucker Carlson, where he had Tucker making that face that he makes where it, like he accidentally sat on someone's deal, though. And, uh, <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> I don't want to fetish shame anybody, but like he definitely has the like, oh, my God, I can't even really imitate it. It's hard. Like it there's hard. a level of bitch assness to it that I just can't emulate. And he has these extra bitch ass muscles in his face. I think they're like, <laughs> let him let him do that. But um, yeah, so in further developments, he's had a couple of his staffers, uh, his spokesperson quit. Um, one of his, a couple of his staffers have quit. Uh, his buddy, Joel Greenberg, um, has decided to flip, which is what I predicted he would do last week uh, and plead not guilty. Uh, and while I was doing some research for this, I found this one fucking article where I guess when they were trying to bring homeboy in, uh, he claimed to have explosives. What, the Greenberg did? Yeah, like, I don't know where the. I don't know why the fucking link didn't. Yeah. Um, why is this not. Why is this not working? Fuck. Damn you, technology. Damn uh, you. Wait. Okay, here we go. I still have the article pulled up. So, yo, the Tampa Bay Times. Um, 
And this article is from it's from the sixth, updated on the sixth. Uh, former former Seminole County tax collector Joel Greenberg claimed to have explosive devices and threatened to harm himself while negotiating his surrender with deputy sheriffs in early March, which delayed for hours his arrest after violating his bond conditions. Uh, newly released re record state. Uh, yeah, when the cops arrived at his home at 9.20 p.m. on March 2nd, the former county tax collector initially said via phone that he would exit his home after a short period of time, but at that time, that time came and went. Uh, during subsequent phone negotiations, he made suicidal comments, staring at various times, st stating at various times that he would take pills, utilize firearms, and that he had improvised explosive devices. Grenat wrote. So this is a dude who, if you're willing to do this to keep the fucking taking you in. That guy is going to Just flip. He's already flipped. He's gonna sing. He is all the way. Like his, he about to get his opera on. And on top of that, uh, Gates got busted sending money to this dude via Cash App. <laughs> it was a Venmo. Sorry, Venmo. I want to give him a fact straight. Um, but yeah, that was like the hot story of the fucking week. It was like, yeah, you and they were sending Greenberg was sending the money to the girls, uh, under the uh, ha, under under the under call it marking it for tuition for school, yeah. stupid motherfuckers. For school, like you know, you might as well had marked that shit for lunchables, right? Or you know what I'm saying, like for for hula hoops and Buster Browns. That's the thing. <laughs> get get creative for fuck's sake. Yeah, and so what I really love um, is the sweet, sweet irony is that this dude um, is, you know, he's a fucking, he's a Trumper. Like, he's a Trumper, and like, you know, of all the people, Congress, the Republicans have washed their hands of him, except for shitty Marjorie fucking three names, uh, and Jim Jordan, who's a whole other fucking problem, Jim with the J-Y-M problem, uh, but this dude, uh, he got denied. <laughs> he got denied a meeting with Trump. You oh, know, really? Yeah, dude. So this was on fucking. This is a. Uh, Wait, today? This came out today. This, uh, yeah, this came out today via CNN. Um, Rep. Matt Gates, Representative Matt Gates, who's facing federal investigation into sex trafficking allegations was recently denied a meeting with Donald Trump at his Mar-a-Lago estate as the pres as the ex-president uh, and his allies continue to distance themselves from the Florida <laughs> congressman. He does, Carl. He does. And he had a whole thing where he was like, I'm going to quit politics and become a pundit on Fox News. But Fox News was like, no, you're not. Right. And OAN. Like, -uh. And OAN. And what's that other one? Newsmax? They yeah. were all like, no, motherfucker. Nah. So, so this is great. This is the fucking like maybe this is the 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 Trumper palate cleanser that we all needed. Somebody needed to get in trouble. If I Devin Nunes, if Devin Nunes, if Ted Cruz, if Jim Jordan, if none of these fucking assholes get in trouble for anything, if anything. Matt Gates is the only one who fucking goes down in flames, I'm almost willing to take that. I'm okay with that as a consolation. I mean, because like we were talking about this last week. I mean, you could tell the drug use. You oh, dude, Joe, 
show show from his DUI, show his DUI picture, and then show like some recent shit of him. Like this is a dude that has definitely been pre Molly, <laughs> post Molly. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. We see you. Yo, and the dude was showing naked pictures of women on the floor of Congress. Come the fuck on. Like, what's, what's wrong with you? Come the fuck Well, dude, on. when your leader says, you know, it's locker room talk, fuck, what do you expect? Yo, right. but when your leader's like, nah, uh, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, have you seen some of the pictures of Trump and Ivanka? You know you're a dick when Trump thinks you're a dick. Oh, he doesn't when think Trump's he's a like, dick. I he's mean, just covering his this? ass. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I'm I'm a little surprised to be on that. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I mean, this could be one of those things where, I mean, 50-50. Like, who knew? Actually, honestly, after Trump got elected, I do believe that anything is possible. So the fact that Trump would distance himself from, uh, from this fine... This example American. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> person of good repute. Oh shit. <laughs> I like dude, the I, I like the young picture of him. Oh fucking uh, God. This is a dude who definitely got his ass kicked a lot at the polo club. <laughs> polo. Like, dude. Oh my Dr- god. Drugs. He's the one they sent on all the fucking beer runs. He's the one that you know why he's probably totally down with paying for and I'm you know hey shout out to sex workers that's real work. Oh, we, I love sex workers they deserve respect but I can totally believe that in his circle growing up he was the dude that had to pay for all the hookers like yo if you want to hang out with us bro you're gonna have to fucking bring some entertainment I could totally see him being that kind of dude and he just took that same energy into fucking into Congress. I'm taking. How long naked, until Gates says? Uh, Thank you, Michael. So he's like, how long until someone says Gates is a Antifa plant? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, shit! Oh man, y'all heard he's got an Antifa tramp stamp. Oh, I believe it. Right. If you were gonna have a tramp stamp, what would you have? No. Whoa, no, man, you, that's like. If you had one, what would it be? Vader. If you had one, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Marcus, I think mine would be pretty obvious. And Drew, if you're calling Vader now, you're in <laughs> shitty, <laughs> shitty night. Don't worry, like, I'm not afraid. This guy comes with instructions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be Shit. Carl. That's Carl's tramp stamp. Oh. oh, my God. So, yeah, while Drew and I were... Oh, well, what happened to Val? What did you uh, do to Val, Marcus? I didn't touch the motherfucker. She had to go? She had to tinkle? I, I guess. Our I studio doesn't have a bathroom, so sometimes you got to do what you got to do. We got trees, motherfucker. I mean, Val's not doing it behind a tree. She'll fall down the hill. <laughs> it is rained all week, so it's slippery. Uh, it's all slippery and there's ivy. She 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 never, she'd never make it. She would just get in her car and leave. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't be able to walk back to the car. She'd be down in the fucking in the mud pit. She wouldn't come back on the show. What happened to Val? 
Peace. You hear from her like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh was- shit. So uh yeah, that fucking guy. I'm looking forward to uh to to seeing how this whole Oh, I want him to crash thing. and burn. I want him to crash and burn. When you see at the woman's uh thing that he spoke at, he's like, I ha- I've been having a lot of Republican or a lot of support this week, and all he names is uh the fucking the, the weird dude, Joe, um, Jim Jordan. Yeah, Jim he Jordan said he, and, Mar- and Marjorie. That's it. He names those two. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't even say he had the support of of Trump. No, he just said those two. He, I've had a lot of support. And, and, no, like, and like, think about it. Think about it. He's down there in Florida to have this, like, to to be a speaker at this thing. You know, he tried to call everybody. Scrotus. Trump. I still no, call Scrotus. I think it's still okay to call call Trump Scrotus because the dude probably still does think he's the so called ruler of the United oh, States. Oh, he does. Everybody <clears> so, of them. So think. I think Scrotus is still a legitimate name for him. Um, but can you just imagine Gates just being like? Straight to voicemail. Right. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, is your phone turned off? <laughs> Who did? New, fo- new phone. Who it is? So like SNL said it best. They were like, uh, "Who was going to be the next name they name? Would it be like the ghost of fucking Jeffrey? Fucking the Epstein? ghost of Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> man. That you know what? Great. I think I might. I might. I don't know. I might feel totally different about this in the morning when I sober up. But uh, I might start following him on Twitter. For now, no. just to see, just to see, just to see his rants. I mean, <laughs> it, it, the juice probably won't be worth the squeeze. Never is at the end. <laughs> but oh, you never know. Speaking, speaking of Twitter, you know how like when they banned Trump and everything, everybody was like, "Oh, that's gonna be the end of the company," and all everybody left. All the like right wing people left. They are up like seventeen percent since. Twitter's uh, more uh, profitable than ever because they got seventeen percent. Seventeen percent. Whew, these fuckers are gone. Let's make some money now. And like, yeah, they're and they're rising every day. So. And I mean, and you actually, know what, dude? Minus the fact that, like, okay, I, I follow a lot of leftists on Twitter. Leftists love to fight with. They love to fight. They fight right. with. They fight with liberals. They fight with conservatives. They fight with each other. And so, minus that aspect of Twitter, my Twitter experience is pretty fucking good, dude. Like, and I think it's because there's less retweeting of all this fucking crazy okay. shit yeah marcus what's up dude you look like uh, i don't even know you're looking oh, about the, even see give you. us your list of demands again <laughs> 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 getting a sense of deja vu man like, i'm working <laughs> you do it dude you do it you can up a video for us i'm trying Such to find one. something about the left and the right something about the left and the right yeah it's brutal yeah. Leftists, if you're watching me, stop fighting with each other. It's brutal. <laughs> We're never exactly. going to get anywhere. Never exactly. going to get anywhere. It's so brutal. I mean, capitalism, bad. We all agree. Sure. But you're, all of y'all are like, yeah, it's cutting each other off at the knees. It's no bueno. Anyways, yeah, less noise from bot accounts. That's right, dude. I feel like there's been a significant decrease in bot, in bot activity. Although, I'll tell you what, if you tweet some some critical shit about like certain people if you tweet if you criticize kamala like they'll come after you her people are relentless k hive is no joke like they have like everybody's got nicknames we're always talking about bernie bros and you know there's biden bros there's the k hive like everybody's got like 
That's really you know, everybody's everybody's fans have like some kind of nickname. There's like a whole thing for there's a whole <clears throat> campaign against AOC because AOC has sold out depending on who you who you talk to. I mean, but, get over it. I mean, all politicians sell out. You know they're gonna sell out. I'm sorry. Bernie yeah, I, I I've I've always been of the we don't worship it's okay to want to policy policy. I that's agree with your policies. That's how you get shit done. That's how you get shit done. I agree with your policies. Therefore, you can have my vote. And while yes, I was enthusiastic about Bernie on a certain level, he's not above reproach. He's not above criticism. And I tried to do everything I could to like, you know, <clears throat> let that be known when people are like, oh, fucking Bernie bros. I'm like, I'm not Bernie bro. Like, you know, I'm, just, I'm just left of you. That's all. You know, and I think that we should all be able to have a home and go to the hospital without going bankrupt. Call me crazy. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> insane. Boo. Call Insanity. Me <laughs> I just, I just don't want you to, you know, be homeless because you got cancer, you know, anyways, uh, moving right along. So yeah. Um, in other news, uh, there was, yeah, there was a rally in some, uh, Wait, why is this not coming up as a link, Val? You posted it in the thing, but it's not. I did. I think you have to um, hold, please. Hold, please. <laughs> I know why. Won't you guys ask me? Marcus, why? To... Because you didn't do the notes? No, because when you put a link into the Google Drive, you got to push yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, space there. bar. There you go. Boom, bitch. Oh, well, why don't you Marcus wins. Hold, please. Broken clock. No, I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> you do good work, Marcus. You do good work. Um, there you go. Is it working? Oh, it's a Boom. thing thing. Anyway, there was a very poor turnout at the White Lives Matter rally. You don't say. Carl, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's their flyer? That's their flyer? I, I Yes, that's what I found. That is some Uberman fucking <laughs> very subtle. <laughs> that is Nazi. a very subtle white supremacist last looking. Right? His right? nice little chin he's got going on there. It's chiseled. The chiseled jawline. Chiseled. So, uh, that's a man. What, so what are that? Um, what, are the, what, are the, what was the turnout? How do... So, I, I mean, it was supposed to be all over the country. And they were like, you know. They Nobody were, told course. me. Drew, did you get the invite? Nope. <laughs> I ain't get the invite. Of course, so like, <laughs> according to this article, this is from NBC News. They said like that in semi-private encrypted chats that neo Nazis and other far right extremists planned dozens of rallies in cities on Sunday to promote, you know, whatever, whatever they were promoting. But they were hyping it. The organizers were hyping it as, a, as these events would make the world tremble. <laughs> well. So on New in New York, there was one that was supposed to be held at um, Trump Tower in New York City, right? There was one person that showed up. One. one. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the one Nazi in New York City? Like, <laughs> I'm going to show you, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's the same as the, the, like, the counter-protesters who were, remember, like, on, um, on Inauguration Day, there were all these, like, counter-protesters that were supposed to be, like, Going yeah. on, there's like yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. a one there I forget which where where it was but there's that one place where the only person who showed up was a, a counter protester 
Remember? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I mean, in D.C., they had everything on lockdown, so you weren't coming to counter. Oh no, this wasn't here. This was like in another city somewhere. That, well, like, like the only they... person that showed up was the person counter countering the counter. Oh, yeah, so the people even, counter... so like, the people throwing the shit didn't even show up. Yeah, yeah, no one showed up to the rally. The only person who showed up was a counter process. How are you going to hold a rally? You <laughs> made flyers. You made flyers and you didn't even come, bro. <laughs> for real? You paid for flyers and you didn't even show. Premature ejaculation, man. That is. I mean, you know what? I'm all for it. I'm here for it. Maybe these fucking <laughs> motherfuckers blew their wad like, you know, they're just waiting for the, you know, the, uh, what's it? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, your recidivism. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> thank you, Val, for for knowing. What that is. Yes, recidivism. Um, I knew I that was, from like psychology, just, like you know. I, I just need a few months, her. baby. I just need a few months, baby. I'll be back. <laughs> I swear. So, in Raleigh, North Carolina, a small, small crowd of Antifa and anti-racist protesters gathered, where where the the rally was supposed to be planned, and they marched around downtown with this like big sign that was like. That said, we accept your surrender. Bro, yo, I tell you what, man. I tell you what, if you are within the sound of my fucking voice, the next time these motherfuckers plan an event in DC, I'm COVID be damned. My kids be damned. Not my kids be damned, but like getting around. I was like, it was like, I don't want to get arrested. I gotta think about my kids. But I'm like, we need to actually fucking show the fuck up the next time these motherfuckers come to town. Yeah. Like we, we need, need to stop talking about, about it. We need to start being about I literally this this last summer, I was like, I know I'm gonna get in trouble. I don't want to get COVID. Blah blah blah. I'm no, I'm I'm I will be vaccinated by the time the next motherfucker decides they want to fucking roll through here. So let's do we, do we have start a, a party? Let's do, we start do it a, like we used to group. do in the '90s when, like, dude, when the clan, when the clan, remember when the clan would march in DC and there would be like 30 of them. And there'd be like three hundred fucking counter protesters. Like we need to get back to those that that ratio. We should start a group like the counter protest activists of DC or some shit like that. Uh, Facebook will fucking flag us for some it. bullshit. I mean, we don't need a but Facebook. Like, I'm into it. Yeah, I mean, I, I only know I only know how to operate in the the world of the social media that's provided for me like i, I just <laughs> you know i'm allergic to, to to mailing lists and you know i will i'm the asshole they'll totally be like here sign my mailing list but like i'm allergic to them i hate them i, I really i signed up i signed up to uh fucking get off on them like we can 100 percent just like uh, like start like a facebook page like a, a private facebook yeah page. let's keep let yeah let's everybody everybody keep your fucking eyes and ears open and the next time they're talking about proud boys coming to dc or whatever <clears throat> let's greet them uh, let's, we, know, let's, we know we know at least one of them. them we can yeah we know at least <laughs> one. well he'll well to, <laughs> val, val, hopefully val ho oh, yes val, hopefully be busy <laughs> He'll be exposed when <laughs> the next time that shit comes around. He might be in jail, but currently we do <laughs> right. have one. So who's Actually, yelling? Why is our Why is two. our social media yelling at us in the comments? How come no, everybody's no, no. saying no? No, okay. Look at the people. So when I answer questions, it goes from every fucking. <laughs> uh, jail. Oh, interesting. So, well, interesting. Well, in that case. Um, yeah, the these people are fucking crazy and like fuck them, you know. 
Let's get rid of Just fucking get rid of It's them. a lot of people that have never Make been punched feel... in the face before. They exactly. Have right? So much of that I've never... Like, because getting... I mean, like, for better or for worse, getting your fucking reality checked, it's good for the soul. Like, uh, and just not, I, you can totally tell as somebody we've all worked in bars, you totally know when that motherfucker comes in with that, I ain't never been punched in the face before energy. And you're just like, mm-hmm. mm. I'm going to have to smell the fucker out. Mm, gonna, you just and say, you're like, and we're just going to change that for today. You ain't never gotten a taste of the base. I can see it. I can t- taste see it. Of the no. base. You've never had the taste leave your mouth before, have you? Hmm. Mm. So I got I gotta wear I, I gotta wear a helmet if we go to these events. So. Yeah. Oh yes, Marcus. Done. I, I get. Hit, I, I get. I get. Marcus hit has. Up. Well, here's here's the thing, Marcus. You you gotta be more die. of a you you gotta play more of a support role. We can't necessarily have you on the front lines. I gotta put like a football helmet on a guard to carry the the camera. Yeah. You. Yeah, Marcus. You could be our documentarian because you're a white dude. Do. Just don't come up. Just don't show up with no fucking weird colored hair. Right? You gotta come gotta like cover it straight, up, you know. You know, right. yeah. Just well, I don't know. Marcus, <laughs> fucking magenta locks peeking out from under the hat. He's definitely catching a rubber bullet. This <laughs> is facts, Marcus. Bubble uh, suit. Far- All right, can we get a crowdfund? Can we get a crowdfund <laughs> going together for Marcus's bubble suit? <laughs> Hashtag bubble suit, Marcus. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you know what? Shout out to Freedom Fighters DC. They yeah, are out there sure. every fucking day that they can doing the Lord's work. Um, and yeah, of course, yeah, BLM Plaza is always going to be where <clears throat> the action is. Like, yeah, they yeah they are always always doing good. Doing the Freedom work. Fighters are friends of ours, so shout out to them. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's take a short break, Marcus. You want to queue up a video, and while you do that, I will do our quick call to action. We really really appreciate you all watching. And would love it if you haven't already to like and share um, this show on your favorite <clears throat> podcast streaming platforms on Facebook and Instagram. We are the District of Misfits show on Twitter at DC Misfits on YouTube, the District of Misfits show and on Twitch, District of Misfits and stop by crushingdc.com. You can purchase something like this five panel hat, which I'm a super big fan of. I have never rocked one of these before. And oh, they're dope, yeah. I mean, yeah. I actually I need to get the army green one mm-hmm, that was before, nice. but yeah, because uh some of this stuff is gonna be gone soon. We're about to switch up our whole uh interface, so you should get on there now because certain items will not be available. Um <clears throat> chances post, are haste. post post haste, y'all. Do not delay. Um, and we know some of y'all are unemployed and struggling. We understand, so you know, we but when this world opens back more. up. Motherfuckers, buy some shit. Yeah. We, please you know, and thank we, you. Please, please and thank you. you. So, Marcus, what do you got uh, lined up for us? We're going to play a video so that we can refresh our beverages and tinkle. And then we're going to come back. And What is this video that we will be watching? This is going to be one of the biggest songs of the or late 90s. Uh, it kind of puts my eye on the map and who is a fallen uh, fallen legend. Yeah, we're going to talk later on about it in the show. But in the meantime, get yourself a little bit of the... Come and get him. Oh, yeah, oh. Marcus. Wow, nice. What happened? That was a no, prank. it was. 
I mean, I literally just was like, let's do this. And then he cut. And I was like, oh, shit, thanks. If Val doesn't pay attention to the pre-show meetings. Gosh, Val. It just seemed abrupt. It seemed like an abrupt. like. We we haven't mastered the art of the fade yet. It's coming. <laughs> Marcus hasn't mastered the art of the fade. Let's oh, I, I had no, I didn't do the fade on purpose, yeah. so. All right. But yeah, and and for some of y'all that are out there, we know DMX he had his issues. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show, but we still wanted to come up that fucking John. Whatever. That's just the slams. So uh so back to shit. Thank you all for kicking it with us at the District of Misfits show. Um yeah, and next on our little list of things, um, we got more 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 problems with uh our our boys in blue <clears throat> uh we had a story this week uh in virginia uh aka the commonwealth um where uh an army a, a lieutenant an army medic uh somebody uh, with letters after his name papers and everything papers. um was uh detained and assaulted by uh, police officers is suing. He's suing uh, the Virginia State Police for violating his civil rights, um, which, you know, I mean, these dudes had their body cams on and were completely just okay with how um, they were rolling. Um, Marcus, if you have that video queued up. I do, drop, I do, I let's, do. Let's, let's drop that little ditty and talk about it, break it down. Hold, please. Hold, please. Okay. Um. You received an order. Obey it. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Yeah, you should be. Get out. Get out. Get out the car. Get out now. I have not committed any crime. You're being stopped for a traffic violation. You're not cooperating at this point right now. You're under arrest for. You're being detained. Okay. You're being detained for obstruction of justice. Violation. I do not have to get out the gate. You have to stop. I'm actively serving this country, and this is how you're going to treat me. I didn't do anything. Whoa, hold on. What's going on? Hold on. Okay. Why am I being treated like this? Why? What account got blocked? Don't yell at me. <laughs> Are you two okay? Uh, we're fine. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. So that video is very triggering. Is that was that the whole thing? Yeah, that's what you, I had. Yeah. You, okay. Um, Drew, you're <clears throat> you're a guest on here. Um, we're gonna let you have a first first crack at this. Like, what's what's what do you? What I do mean, you think there's this? a there's a ton of shit wrong with it. Um. 
you know, I'm also, as I told you guys earlier, a former Marine, so as a serviceman, as a veteran, that disturbs the shit out of me, especially because there's a part of this video that isn't shown in what we just put up that was the lieutenant saying, I am serving this country, I'm in uniform, and one of the cops comes back at him and goes, I was a veteran too. You should know how to follow an order. Wow. But See, I, I, yeah. another, I, I had fucked up. Yeah, there's another part of this, though. Those guys actually aren't Virginia State Troopers. They're local cops to the town that he was arrested in, which is, is like a right? little podunk-ass town with like 3,000 people in it. So like, uh, my, when you think of some hillbilly-ass Southern Virginia redneck cops, we just saw them. All right, right. My bad, and, Virginia State cops. And the, but the entire time, like I've seen the entire video, and homeboy was smart. The lieutenant was smart. He set his own camera up on his dashboard. So he was also filming it. And the entire time, you know, when you come back at it, they were like, put your hands out of the car. And he puts his hands out of the car. And then they're like, now open the car and get out. But to do that, he has to use his hands to open it and then come back in right. and reach for his seatbelt. Well, dude, that's the moment that any one of these cops is going to be like, he's going for a gun, and they're going to shoot his ass. So he was actually really fucking smart to not do anything and make him, make them drag him out like that, dude. Yeah, you're, you're right. I a, noticed that, yeah. This is just another bullshit example of how people are being treated, man, and this is why people are pissed off, and this is why this whole shit, you know, has gone on too long, you know? And, and I mean, like, you sit here, you want to, like, let's just talk about training. Let's just okay. talk about training. Like when this dude, when this dude takes these motherfuckers to court, if I was his lawyer, He's I would be like, let's just talk about training officers. The fact that like, yeah, he, his license plate was taped up in the back of the fucking window. Sure. So the officers are either <clears throat> complete morons. Right. For not seeing that one thing. If it was about his license plate, if it was about his plates, and you know, well, we didn't see them when the in the place where we're used to seeing them on the bumper, but you have it taped up inside because it's a temporary tag or whatever. Like for you to miss something that fucking obvious, like you should lose your badge. So just so, at the very, very basic, like you should like you did all of this because you couldn't just stop and take a second. And so we know that that's not the fucking situation. That's not why that fucking happened. So the crazy thing about this is, is I actually read an article about this. And while I can't speak with 100% accuracy, I feel safe summarizing and kind of paraphrasing. Um, at the end of this thing, they were basically saying that, in my opinion, what happened here is these cops fucked up. They knew they fucked up. And at the end of this shit, they tried to cover their ass by being like, okay, well, look, we don't want to fuck your career up with double jeopardy and have you get in trouble with your command, too. So we're going to fucking let you go but don't ever do this shit again. And he's like, and this lieutenant's like, you're a fucking asshole and I'm coming after you. And rightfully fucking so, because this is a situation like we've all seen in a bar before where the bouncer gets up in somebody's face, fucking realizes he does the wrong thing and did some shit that he wasn't supposed to, but yet I can't lose face in front of you kind of shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's exactly what this is, except these motherfuckers have badges and guns. And I mean, honestly, dude, if he hadn't been in uniform, oh, dude, oh, like fuck, that him being in uniform might have been the only fucking thing that saved him. Yeah, <clears throat> like, it really did. Yeah, that's it. Could have it that. Could, like that, that uniform was legitimately and the like, and I think just the way that the dude carried himself because he wasn't ever disrespectful. He was compliant. He was compliant. Right. 
He was very aware and very lucid about his situation, and he knew his fucking rights. He was never, you know, I didn't hear an aggressive tone. Yeah, you know, from that, and but like, had he not been in uniform, who fucking knows how much worse that situation would have got. My bad for saying it was Virginia State Police. Um, yep. just because they didn't. Is. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they done done some rotten fucking shit too. So whatever. I just went, I meant more to the fact that, like, these are some, like, local small-town cops. You know what I'm saying? Not the Virginia State Police. But, I mean, dude, I had yeah. a ton. I, I got uh, pulled over <clears throat> in Berryville, and <laughs> if it weren't for the fact that the first cop on the scene went to high school with Henry Rollins, and I just oh, happened shit. to be playing, I happened to be playing in a punk band. Like, we were leaving this venue. We had, like, this show completely disintegrate, and we are on our way out. And the owner called the cops on us. And when we got to the gas station at the center of town, we got pulled over. And the cop was like, so like, where are y'all coming from? Like, you know, we're punk band. We're leaving leaving this gig because the owner's racist and doesn't want, <laughs> doesn't want black people there. And so he's like, oh, what kind of music? You know, like Bad brains? And we're like, oh, shit. This cop knows bad brains. And he's like, oh, I went to high school with Henry Garfield. And we're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> and these all these other meathead cops fucking rolled up on the scene, and you're like, oh, oh, and he was like, I got this, it's cool. And he That's like sent sometimes them down that'll the, be the thing that saves the day, dude. He sent them down the road where they like assaulted everybody else that was on the fucking scene. Like it was it was stupid. Um, but fun. yeah, punk 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 rock and the right cop kept me from spending the night in Berryville. Fuck Berryville, Virginia, by the way. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. So, uh, yeah, all right. And so, yeah, I hope this dude gets some fucking justice, man. Like, this just is just... That shit's just bananas, man. Um, And then uh, there was another... What was it? What was the story in Tacoma Park? Um, Yes. Two guys had gotten shot in Tacoma Park. Um. They were allegedly attempting to steal a car. An off-duty Pentagon cop um, told them to cease and desist. They tried to run away. He claims that they tried to run him over, but the pathology shows that they were shot in the back. So clearly, they were not trying to run him over. Wait, were they in a car when... They were shot? It... It's, I mean, it, it's just, it appears that they were not in the car. They he's were like, they away. ran. They tried to run me over. Like he, that's not even a good I, lie. Think about the story. How you got to come up with that's better not stories. even. Man, I cannot believe who they are giving fucking badges and guns to. So he's been like, he's been charged with second degree murder. Um, that's a good thing. And you know, like Tacoma Park, like they're all fucking up in arms. They're like. The fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, you know, I mean, I mean they, fairly progressive, you know. If oh dude, if DC, <laughs> Maryland, and Virginia as a whole being is a is a blue area, Tacoma Park is probably the bluest it gets. Yes. Like they I, I grew up in Tacoma Park, Silver Spring, um, and you know, they had Tree City USA. It's, right. a, it's like they were dubbed a nuclear free. They it was declared a nuclear free zone. Like they were always, always. So yeah, I can, yeah, I can. So we're, let's blow this guy up. His name is Officer David Hall Dixon. Is his name? He was off duty at the time of the shooting. Oh, wait, quick. Do we get shut down? Yeah, we did. But I'm getting us back up. 
Okay, yeah. Um, here's it. the thing. I texted one of our friends who's been watching. He said he's still watching. So, okay, so cool. I think so, we're okay. I think that they'll, they'll, they'll block they'll block the video that we played. We'll have to remove that video. Yeah. Well, what, what's going on now is I'm removing it and, and sending the feed back out. We're breaking the law. Breaking. What? So what's the guy's name? David Hall what? David Hall Dixon. Of course, he has three names. No relation. Right. <laughs> no relation to that. As far as I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he's facing two counts of second-degree murder, two counts of use of, a, use of a handgun and commission of a felony and reckless endangerment in connection with the shooting deaths of one Dominique, Dominique Will, Williams of Hyattsville and James Lionel Johnson of District Heights. Right, so, I, found, I found him. He's also facing attempted second-degree murder and use of a handgun um, in the assault of Michael Thomas, who was the driver of the vehicle. I mean, and you said... Um, there, you, there he is. Wow. I, I like his I, eyebrows. That's yeah. the... That's, da that's, that's, that's David, David Dixon. Yep. David Hall Dixon. David, David yeah. Hall. Definitely, definitely no relation. <laughs> 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 Definitely <laughs> no relation. Um, so Drew, oh. you had mentioned that he's also been um arrested in the past, or he's had he's um had a there, I think it was actually because of this and because of what happened, they uh were showing his picture, but another previous case came up where apparently he brandished a shotgun in a woman's face in the lobby of their apartment. Like a while wow. ago, yeah. So, like he, he said something about he thought that she was homeless or something. He was just like being like she was she wasn't doing really anything. Yeah. Wrong. So, um, reading the CNN um, uh, link, uh, the driver of the car Dixon allegedly shot into drove to PG County Hospital, where staff determined that the two passengers were dead. So. Man, it's great. Investigators found inconsistencies in Dixon's description of what happened in reviewing surveillance video oh, and shit. other evidence, according to the documents. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Inconsistency. The, the, the investigation showed that Dixon fired his weapon multiple times after the vehicle passed him and no longer presented an immediate threat that would have justified the use of deadly force. At least he wasn't white this time. Oh, I don't... I mean... I guess for your, for, I mean, I mean, our our team needs some saving fucking grace here because we're fucking shooting motherfuckers. I, I'm not gonna lie, I definitely was picturing a white guy. Oh, I, why would you? Like, <laughs> like, I, I mean, shooting, I hear shooting the first thing I think is fucking crazy white guy. I mean, why like not? A white dude with the last name Dixon. I'm like, I mean, if it fucking quacks like, like a duck, may, I'm like, may, may, maybe there is some. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's really fucked up. Um, Apologies. It is fucked up. It is fucked up. The, and this, this guy, like you said, Drew earlier in our in our pre-production, like he should have been off the fucking streets before with his yeah. other incident. with the shotgun thing. Yeah. Yeah. And All right. Um, brandishing a weapon is a felony, regardless of who does it. Right. So wait, we're live again, right? I gotta. Yeah. It's kind of fun getting. Getting in trouble with Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? We we, we got in trouble for playing that DMX video. Oh, yeah. They, they told and us, was, to, and also it was a clean video. That they told us to stop, drop, 
<laughs> and opened up shop and they were like oh no oh no you can't do that Ooh, no 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 uh, no 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 they did can be they did this with the matumbo they were no 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 not in this house i still laugh every time i watch that show that commercial do oh the geico one is that it's a Geico commercial, right? I think it's yeah. a Geico, and he's like, "No, no," and then he like slaps the cereal out of that kid's hand. Dude, the best—I don't forget who the fuck tells. <laughs> there's the urban legend. Thanks, of, Thanks, there's Morris. the there's the urban legend. Hey, what up? What up, B? There's the urban legend of the house party in Georgetown where like the Kembe comes downstairs and is like, "Who wants to sex the Kembe?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hope I, if that story is even well, true. Saxa, what? I'm like, Love him. I mean, yeah. he's probably got a big old Matumbo dick. Okay, Marcus. Um, <laughs> really? Seriously? Wow. Uh, shit, Excuse I my, me, I Marcus. What? Oh, Friday, Friday, no, Friday, no, no, Friday, no, no, no. Friday. Yeah, what's mine? What? Friday. Oh, Dude, you, know what? Yoda, you know what? How Yoda. about this? We're gonna start doing penalty drinks for people when they forget their safe words. I'm gonna call I, it every it's, show. It's the it's Yoda. the Ian it's the Ian clause. <laughs> the Ian slash safe word clause. Ian, if you're watching out there, shout out to you. But yeah, right, if you forget your safe word, you definitely need to shot. Take a let's do a shot for that. For getting right. here's a shot for getting banned. Finish my beverage. Forgetting a trubs. Red red solo cup. I fill you up. Marcus, did you just have a um Marcus, sunshine? He just had a Brady Bunch. Marcus, issue. drink for singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I'm gonna treat this like a game of a uh, asshole from the I was just thinking everyone just drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm drinking hey, Pedi- um, I'm drinking Pedialyte with vodka and a little bit of mad dog. So I'm good. No, no, you're not. Why? And why would you yes. He's trying to be. He's, he's trying to get ahead of the hangover. The hangover in advance. I mean, hey, hey, guys, this is me. I'm the Rumpelstiltskin of fucking booze. Oh my Dude. god, he's totally making gold out of straw, motherfucker. When I was in the Marine Corps. Dude, when I was in the Corps, we used to have our corpsmen shoot us up with IVs in the morning before we PT'd to make us feel good. Yeah. I, 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 I could see that. A friend it of mine, I dated a girl who was a nurse, and she's like, anytime she went out and hung out with me, she would always have to go in the next day and like get fucking shot up with IVs. And she's like, yeah. Fucking I, uh, oh, you know what? I dated a nurse, too. She definitely was like, yeah, one time I went. Thing got, I wanted to work early so I could my, down my, trip. Friend, <laughs> my friend who uh, worked in the army, he was an army medic, and Why? he said he used to do it all the time. He used to just like the IV drip, the saline yep. drip. He'd like just roll it into everybody whenever they were hung like, over. What if, what if you're in a we, rush? What if you're in a we, rush though? I'm like, can I get a saline enema? Is just some way you just hydrate I mean, me rect- rectally or something like, i, I feel like that's the same as the drip i mean can like, you I buy can you buy the saline and it just any, can i go to amazon and buy it uh, i mean let's, not, you go, encourage. I, uh, let's, uh, let's not encourage i'm gonna look it up uh, no no, no <laughs> i'm gonna start mixing no, saline no. House. <laughs> i'm gonna mix saline with vodka saline and vodka and a splash of something <laughs> Marcus, I just like the same thing. I've got a bad feeling about this, Marcus. Uh, yeah, I think you should just drink vodka and Pedialyte. Wouldn't that work? Just use VD, just use Pedialyte as your mixer yeah. and some soda water. Throw some bubbles uh, in there. I mean, you're saying that that he like so as the if bubbles, he's never done it before. 
anymore. The bubbles can be my Alka Seltzer. Yeah. You're dropping uh, emergency in that shit. <laughs> the bubbles. Wait, are we still talking? Are we still talking? In, in how are we? How are we receiving this? Which orifice are we taking this in? Or are we going either one? I'll take it. In, I'll take it. In you can't put. You can't put emergency in. in a fucking saline drip. That's just not. It. You I'm also not. can't put it up your asshole. Please stop. Let's not I even. I mean, you could. <laughs> it might not do anything. It's a free you. country, Val. Like, you can't tell you people what they can. They can't put in their butts. Like, you Whoa. absolutely could do it. I found it. Saline drip IV kit on Amazon Prime. Nope. We're going to walk in one day and find Marcus in the studio just all like, how much is it? With like a fucking needle hanging out of his arm. Uh, (laughs) uh, 80 bucks. Who heard this and who even brought it up? Now I'm mad. Now I'm mad at that person. Yeah, because Val is definitely the one that's going to have to deal with this. (laughs) (laughs) For no reason other than Cause now I'm gonna make the kit. I'm gonna put vodka into saline drip and go straight. Oh, no, no, no! Friday, bro. Friday. <laughs> Yoda, Yoda. Marcus, I care Yoda. about you, and I really just don't think that that is a good idea. And it's not safe. And it's not a good choice. Me on, Am- me on Amazon is not a good choice. The District I'm- of Misfits show does not in- <laughs> encourage this kind of behavior. This but is the- Misfits. This is Miss Torres. Actually, voice. we ain't. We, that we is ain't, not a good choice. Wait, is it safe to say Chef does promote it? No, no. Is it safe to say that we don't encourage it, but we in, no, we don't endorse it, Dude. but we we encourage people to do. We don't encourage any of it. Okay, boo. We Sorry. don't encourage <laughs> any of it. <laughs> Especially you, Marcus. What are you talking about? Oh damn, yo, Carl is right, dude. Spitting facts. The saline pouch costs you less on Amazon than it will at the hospital. Yeah, facts. This is facts. Uh, but also, well, whatever. Um, right. Speaking of Miss Torres' voice, I actually used Miss Torres' voice on some customers yesterday. Oh no! Finger went up, and I was like, "Is this another edition of Down by the River, Val?" Damn it! Hold on, let me pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Down by the river with Did you them. not did you could you not smell that in the wind, Marcus? Yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I lied. This was not yesterday. This was the day before. I was all by myself. There was no server on the floor. They didn't they didn't schedule a server inside because they assumed everyone was gonna be outside. So then when there's Typical. no server inside, then the bartender has to take now I'm by myself, right? So I'm still making server like service drinks. And then also taking tables. There was a 12 top that sat on the outside garden patio, which is the furthest away for me to go. Thank you, Carl. Teach me, <laughs> te- Carl, teach me, to, teach me the way. I blame you now, Carl Townsend. It was fault. <laughs> Show it me the way. It, this is the way. If Torres' finger is up. I was worried that was going to fall on me for a moment. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> this is the way. So there, there was a 12 top. <laughs> 12 top that came in. There were two, like three separate tables. They were all fucking annoying as fuck. They'd moved tables three different times up at the, uh, like up, up on the three times, before. three times before they came to sit in the garden. How, patio how, many, how, how many Karen haircuts? They were, they uh, honestly, they were, they were actually foreign. They were not from here. Oh, they, that makes sense. They, so anyway, they were, I don't know why that makes sense, <laughs> but they were annoying as fuck. Right. So that they way. come down. There was a 
a table of women who were less annoying and like, you know, I was talking to them. I was like, I'll be right there. I'm going to get your drinks, blah, blah, blah. The guys sat back down and then this one dude kept coming up to the bar asking for like to order drinks. And I'm like, I'm going to be right with you. Please go sit down, blah, blah, blah. As, as per the, the, you know, the mayor's orders, you can't order from the bar here in DC for anyone who is not aware. So I said it over and over again. I'm sorry, Carl Townsend. <laughs> so then he, the fifth time he came to the bar and I'm holding these drinks in my hands to bring them to the ladies of his party. And I go, sir, you need to go sit down. I am coming and bringing your drinks over there. I've asked you many times, please go sit down at your table and I will be right there. That and he was like, oh. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Torres is scary. Sir. Sir. So then he like sat back down and he was like sitting at his table <clears> like this. And I was like, People please. Suck. I just. They're the worst, man. Uh, like I we said it last week, you're going to find out. Val, yeah, Val works down. It was down, down, down in in G Town, man. You're gonna find, you're gonna see the, the best of the best and the worst of the worst down there. Like, I, I worked with young children for 15 years in the classroom. <laughs> like I, like you know, I sometimes speak to these adults harsher than I did to the. I know what it's like children. to be outnumbered by drunk people, 30 to one. <laughs> this, is nothing. this is nothing. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Little drunk people, too. Little Tear drunk up, people. Sir. Yeah, no. No moral compass. <laughs> <laughs> no safe words. No safe words. No moral compass. You get no scruples. No sense of right and wrong. I was so irritated. I was like, why and are you standing up again? My glasses are fogging up. This is so funny. I'm actually yeah. I'm experiencing new glass owner problems, like getting so hot that your shit fucking steams up. Surprise, uh, oh, and also, but also, by the way, um, last this time last week, I couldn't wear these because it looked all fucked up and weird. But now my eyes have adjusted, and if I take these off now, um, and your eyes look cross eyed, right? right? It, it's a fucking issue, dude. Yes, <laughs> Gina, Gina understands. Welcome, the <laughs> <laughs> yo. And actually, dude, I, I meant to take a picture. I meant to when I went to when I went to hang out with Drew uh, a couple days ago. I meant to take a picture of the two of us and then do a side by side of us in our uh, in our youth oh, versus like uh, now. And I really regret having have not done that because. So here's we, what I really here's what I really love. Knowing we were gonna have him on the show, you took one picture, oh. one video. One picture, one video. Well, I did. I did one technically, picture. Technically, technically, Drew took it. Well, Damn, he didn't even know I took that shit. No, no, no. Well, and the deal, the, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We're at the gun range trying to be responsible and safe. Yeah. Being no, responsible no, and safe is not like no selfies on documenting the and all that shit. And then we're surrounded by other people that don't want to be in the background of things. And tr we're trying to respect people's privacy Shut and the that fuck. type of shit. You could have been stop, like, stop, just stop. What? We could have stood out front of the gun store. my motherfucking yet. dick, Marcus. How about that? <laughs> We really, you know what? How about that? That's there you go. All right, that's 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 that. So um, then, at our, at, our, at our full field trip, then we'll take some. We'll we'll do it, but okay. we just got to be. You got to be low key. We got to be discreet, dude. The, here's the thing: when we were there, 
the only fucking sound there's okay well there's the inane conversation from all the incels that were fucking hanging out and there was definitely some incels <laughs> and there was definitely some incel fucking energy going on there um but the rest of it was drew fucking like schooling schooling me like th- that was the only dialogue that was happening every so there was no cross talk no chatter like so where just, were you guys where were you guys shooting at yeah where was this uh, it's it, the place is called Clark Brothers. Uh, it's an old redneck gun range. Okay, down in Warrington, Virginia, on Route 29. Uh, okay. And I say it's an old redneck gun range because it's straight up an old redneck gun range in like Culpeper, Virginia. What did, um, did you tell me when we got there? You were like, you, you said that it was basically yeah, so, like, so Boo meet Boo beat me there, and literally was just like, yo, I'm here. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm 15 minutes out. Mm-hmm. I was like, treat everybody that you see like a backward ass redneck hillbilly. And he hit me back and was like, that's a big Texas size 10 four. <laughs> okay. I sat like, in my car. I'll be sitting in my car until you. Oh, dude, right. I did. I sat in my car. <laughs> I sat in my car for like 10 minutes and then I was like, I need some water. Okay. So I now, drove- I t- now I take back the whole picture thing because I thought you guys were actually like at Drew's. Okay. No, no, we oh, were like okay, in God's, okay. we were in God's okay. country in a real deal. Did boo, I deny apologize? Okey doke ass, bro. Let me tell you something. Like, show, pull up the pull up the picture, pull up the picture. Like, I'm in fucking Trump country, rocking this fucking hoodie. <laughs> And he definitely got some eyeballs for it, dude. These motherfuckers <laughs> would take one look at me. But then they would take one look at Drew and they'd be like, they took they'd look at Drew and be like, their eyes went that way. Like, <laughs> no, they're yeah. just they were oh, you're with him? Okay. Drew so just like funny. He and I, Boo and I had this conversation just about, you know, I I, I can unfortunately play a chameleon with these motherfuckers because I fit some boxes. You know what I'm saying? Middle-aged like, white dude with the beard, beard. and tattoos, check. This hey, dude's it, supposed it, to be here, you know. It's, like I, I get the same thing when I go. Oh home no, you I do go, too. Yeah, I get it. It's like going to Middle. a tool. You can hide. You can hide. It's like going yeah. to a tool. It's like going to a tool concert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, We're the it's tool not. a tool concert. No, Listen, I love tool. But I do last too. Time, but boo, what did we say last time we went to the tool concert? We looked around. I'm like, there's a lot of me here. There are a lot of old white dudes. Dude, you, had, you were in the well. First of all, Marcus, you were in like the box seats and shit. Yeah, you, you were in like a, fucking were like fancy up, or like, you were in or you were in no 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 no. no. You, were, you were you were in hors d'oeuvre and bottle service land. Like <laughs> so, no let me explain to hear this. You're fucking crying. So let me explain this. So like back in the day, I had this host who was like going through school. He went through the navy and everything like that. And like I would take care of him when he would come hang out. We like feed him and like we just I would take care of him. Cause I mean, I was making really good money. So now he's like an arms dealer for Boeing, and he was like, "Hey, you want to go to the tool concert?" I'm like, "Yeah, great, yeah, tickets." And I didn't know they were like the Skybox shit, and like five hundred dollar tickets. Like they give you earbuds and like all this shit. They just give you stuff. Like you don't have to leave. You want booze? You just tell the person to go get it for you. It's fucking just awesome. Like, here's here's some AirPods. So like I didn't know what he did. I knew he went for Boeing, but that night I kind of got him drunk. And I'm like, dude, what actually do the fuck you do? He's like, well, I kind of sell arms to people from. I'm an arms Boeing. dealer. And I was like, really? I literally was like, what the fuck are you doing? What, dude? I thought I was pimp that night because I got 
Oh, you tickets. had better seat tickets than I, I got, had. Oh, dude, my seats. You were. I was in. You were in I was like fucking row. I was in the eighth fucking row, and I for free. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the only going. thing, and the only thing I had to do was not touch my fucking cell phone. So it hold was, up, hold up. You and I both went for free that night. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, I mean, we were like, there was like a sneak, there was a sneak moment where Marcus sent me a picture of where he was, and I was like, the only reason no! why I was jealous was because he had all the accoutrement. Like, I mean, yeah. dude, my, and I can see everything. Dude. I had Tool punching me in the fucking face for two hours. Yes. It was amazing. So I saw was the like, 3D. I saw all the 3D images where Boo was like fucking right there, like he could touch him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and I got paid to set up and break it down too. Like it was. The I, thing was is, I mean, with my brain that. injury, I couldn't been like back in the day where Boo was is where I would have been. Oh, Marcus, so if I, you had been that close, uh, you would have seized up. Yeah, you would have. The vibrations from the drums would have made oh. you fucking seize up, dude. I, I mean, could feel every fucking beat. In my like, fucking chest, my was, balls hurt, dude. Like the bass <laughs> had my balls. Listen, like, the, that was my was eight, nuts, that was yo. my that was my eighth Tool concert. So I know over the past twenty years, like I've been up fucking too close. Marcus, you're like on the short list of people that I know that has probably seen that band as many times as I. Have. I fucking dude, I've traveled from North Carolina. How do so we get on this? I don't know, but I'm, I'm glad know. I'm all, all, I, so, all so, I know, so, all I know and, is I got to I got to experience. Marcus after that tool concert. That was your day. <laughs> I had to say Marcus in his ultimate form. I <laughs> for like two hours. We were driving to Delaware that night. I was we, were going to- we, we know we drunk were so- and hallucinating and levitating in the uh, car. He's levitating the so car. I, re- like- I recorded the I recorded the whole concert on my phone, so I was playing it in the car. Oh, dude, you lost that phone or broke that yeah. phone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you I motherfucker. Did. You should have no. uploaded that shit somewhere. I, you know what? I think I actually did somewhere. Right? Dude, if you have that concert on the cloud, you need to find it and send it to me pronto. I, and then I let's play. And then we'll play it on here and have Facebook shut us down again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. Uh, Shout yeah. out to being in trouble with Facebook. So, so talking about tool, like, so Aaron, my roommate now, when I was living in North Carolina, she was in DC and she had free tickets for me. And because she bought tickets, then somehow she got like better tickets. She's like, hey, I got tool costs. So I've dr- I have drove nine hours just to see tool here. Just to see uh, Maynard be weird as fuck on stage. Because some, really, like, some shows. And just so, have a really good time doing it. Some shows he'll just sit in the corner, not move at all. Then other shows he's fucking bouncing all around the fucking place. And other shows he's in drag. It's just like you never know what you're gonna get from Mater. You know what, Carl? I think you're absolutely right. All right, enough with me. <sighs> this is the drinking show with a podcast problem. So there will be times where we will go off on tangents and need to be reeled Carl. back in. So thank you. Um yeah, so um one of the reasons why I wanted to have Drew on here is because, you know, there have been with the world returning back to normal. It seems like, you know, we had a moment in time during COVID during lockdown where we weren't being bombarded with a shooting story in the news every, every couple day. of days. Yep. Um, <laughs> I want to fight Carl now. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, you are more than Carl. welcome. If you can push buttons, you can be the you technical director. Show. 
You can I'll be the technical to, director. I'll teach you. I'll teach you how we'll to show do you this. everything. Well, you, you, you are do definitely. We a, do we now have a new producer? You have made yourself an integral part of this episode. That is for sure. Like, so, Carl, I'll be but, calling you tomorrow to discuss the details. Yeah, we'll send you, we'll send you the proper paperwork. So, uh, yeah, but um, back to back to it is um, you know, there've been all these shootings and stuff, and there's always whenever it happens, there's always the knee jerk reaction for. Gun, gun control legislation and assault, uh, banning banning this thing, banning that thing. Um, and what I really wanted, yeah, um, on top of like sharing funny stories from when I went shooting with Drew, which I think we should because I think uh, <clears throat> there was the experience that I had with Drew uh, was I feel like something that if more Americans had that experience, we would have a much better grasp of how to approach the situation because i don't think that banning banning things is an issue and i, I mean drew could may have a totally different uh take um but with that being said drew break, break it break 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 shit down like you yeah, you've already break, break, given break for anyone that's just tuning in do like a real quick recap of what you do and then like tell us okay um, tell, us, tell us something good so my name is drew swift uh i own and run my own firearms academy. I teach firearm safety. I teach fundamentals of marksmanship. I teach people how to shoot. Uh, it is swift precision. We are based out of McLean, Virginia, um, primarily because I and no other firearms instructor is legally permitted at the moment to teach in the District of Columbia. Uh, and part of that is because the amount of firearms that are needed to do this kind of thing, even in a classroom setting, uh, nobody's pushed the boundary and gotten themselves out there to get arrested yet uh, and then challenge that arrest in court, uh, which is probably what it's going to end up taking uh, unless somebody sees their ways. Um, I started my company because like a lot of you guys, I lost three industry jobs in three days when COVID hit. Um, I had just recently moved into Virginia, uh, out of Petworth where I'd been living for the last 10 years. Um, but I had a housing emergency happen and I needed to worry about getting my kids into a good school that I wouldn't be rolling the dice to make sure that they got into a school that would give them the education that I need them to get. Uh, and so I had got an opportunity and jumped at it and moved out to Virginia. Um, the first thing I did when I moved back out to Virginia was go out to my brother's place and pick up my rifle. Um, I was given a rifle by my platoon uh, when I left my platoon in the Marine Corps. They all chipped in and bought me a service rifle, and I haven't been able to keep it because you couldn't have those kind of firearms in the district. Uh, and so my brother had it, and I, as soon as COVID happened, I ran out to his place and picked up my rifle. Uh, one of the things that really kind of forced me to look at this as an option was that I went to a gun store to buy some ammunition so I could practice with my gun. And this nice little old lady, about 65 years old, and this is like COVID plus one, you know, so like the 16th or 17th of March last year. And she okay. walked in and was like, listen, I've never thought about owning a gun before. She was like, but I feel like I need one for home defense. What do I buy? And the guy behind the counter turns around and grabs a $2,500 AR-15 and puts it in her hand. I said, this is the best firearm in this place. And yeah, that doesn't even make sense. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, what the so, fuck? Oh, it gets better, Marcus. <clears throat> the guy goes into the back to get paperwork, and I literally walk up to this lady, and I'm like, ma'am, this is absolutely not the gun you want to buy right now. It's like if there was one gun that I could ever own to protect my house and my family, it would be an AR-15. And I was like, but I've had hundreds of thousands of rounds and hours and hours of training on this firearm. Uh, I was like, you know, what you need to do is take a class. You need to take a class. You need to understand like what firearm safety is. You need to understand what some of the, you know, deciding factors in selecting a firearm for you are going to be, what the primary purpose of it's going to be. And I was like, but you do not need this gun. And I was like, look, when you go into a car dealership, what's a car dealer guy going to do? He's going to try and sell you a car. I was like, you're in a gun store. What do you think the gun clerk is going to do? He's going to try and sell you a gun. They're going to say the Mercedes, the Mercedes, here's Mercedes. The next thing that I did was I took the DC concealed carry class. And the guy that I took it from was a misogynistic, racist piece of shit. And the entire time, I just had to sit there and keep my fucking mouth shut because I really needed to take this class and get, you know, I really wanted my concealed carry permit. So you couldn't Um, punch him in the face. No. So, like, I literally waited until the end got my certificate. And then when he had nothing else to do, uh, I called the Virginia state department of criminal justice to service on him. I was just like, I like, love you. I was just like, this guy's a piece of shit. And they're the accrediting like agency for him. And so it's just filed as a complaint. It might do something. It might not, but it's the recourse hey. that I had available. Hey. Um, so anyway, kind of going through all this shit, I was just like, you know what? I actually did this for a living professionally for the Marine Corps. And I can do it better than anybody who's taught me anything up until this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's at this point, it's late April in COVID. And so I'm freaking out. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? The whole industry is shut down. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's on unemployment. Like, I got two kids. I got a wife I'm trying to provide mm-hmm. for. You know, luckily, I was blessed. And my wife is, you know, fucking brilliant. And, <laughs> has an amazing job with benefits and what have you. Like, so we got to fall back on that, but it really came down to like, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, which I, I love that aspect of, out of necessity. Yeah. Came a brilliant idea. And that's yeah. Drew, t- tell them what you told me. I'm sorry, Marcus. Tell them what you told me about the scene of the store. When you like, when you walked in there, like, post- yeah. well, well the, okay. The, 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 you you the, told the, when we were hanging out, you told me two. you were like, the first time you showed up to the range that we went to, Clark Brothers, yeah, it was a shit show. Like the first time we were there, and then and you said this, it was a similar scene at the gun store where that lady, where I saw that well, old let, lady. Yeah, oh, let's yeah. finish the story with the old lady, then we'll move to the next one. So when I showed up, like this is like I said, COVID plus one or two, I go to this gun store and it's just, dude, it's overrun. So like at this point, nobody's wearing masks. There's fucking packed full of fucking people. Everybody's like fighting over like think Black Friday for ammunition and guns. Awesome. Right and on. these people were buying whatever the fuck they could buy. It was listen, I, I let me spit some facts. We sold as a nation, we sold 40 million guns in two, in 2020. 40 million guns were sold. That's a lot. That's there were an additional four million guns sold in January of 2021. So 10% of that whole year was sold again the following January, right? First-time buyers fueled the pandemic-related surge, right? 
Now, it's normal for guns to increase in ammo to increase sales during an election year. People yes. stock up. Uh, yes. They start worrying a- about who the next person's going to be. Is this going to be available? Is that going to be available? Right. But, but did you, uh, not, you by have the, this, not by these kind of numbers. But do you hear the demographics of like actually who bought that? Because I, I feel do. like a lot of people on the left started buying a lot more so guns. Forty percent of all guns sold were the first time buyers. That's from CNN. All right. Now gun sales among Black Americans is up. That's fifty-eight percent. I love everything about that. Percent. Love everything about that. So. Rise of the rise of black gun ownership is unprecedented at this point, and that's straight up from the National Shooting Sports Foundation, who like tracks this kind of stuff. Also, in addition to which, there's been a rise of NAGA, which is the National African American Gun Association. So it's basically there's a black NRA now, uh, which I am happily and proudly a member of as well. Um, what? Wait, stop. Okay, go on. Go on. No, I stopped. What's up? <laughs> There's a first of all, I just you had me at Black NRA and you're a member. Yeah. All right, continue to spit numbers. It's the way that I could support. Continue, continue. Because I mean that you you had a um yeah, keep going, man. Um okay. Um so in addition to all of that, here's the other one. Sales are also up an additional 40% in the women demographic. So women and minorities are the people who bought these fucking 40 million guns or actually 40% of those 40 million, which is what 16, 20 million roughly. So that's, who's buying all of this shit is women and minorities. That's And I'll tell you just based off of the last year, uh, the National Shooting, like Safe Shooting Sport Foundation or Shooting Sports Foundation. So the same foundation that tracks like who's buying these things. In addition to which, they're saying that all of these gun sales are not coming from traditional groups, right? They're coming from places with stricter gun laws, like the district, right? Right. So most of these gun sales are being like purchased by liberals and by people on the left. So here's the thing. Is it like, I'd like to, I I think I'd like to see if, if, I don't know if there's any um, data about this, but like, you know, the, the, I feel like the narrative is constantly that like the liberals are the ones who hate guns and want to take them away from you. Right. And then it's the right who like want to protect the second amendment and protect the guns and all this stuff. But I'd like to see some data on like how many like how many people leaning left on the left actually own guns and still actually want like responsible like, gun strict, ownership stricter gun regulations right i mean because like the bottom line is like there anybody can there's always a loophole sure like there's always a loophole that people can we were listening marcus and i when we were driving back from delaware we were listening to this um this uh, comedian who is sort of joking, but like, I feel like he was not joking. You know, he said he wanted to like buy a gun. He went to this place, said, Hey, I want to buy a gun. And they were like, Oh, your wife is actually like the owner, like the, the listed owner of your residence. And he was like, all right, that's cool. He was like, I feel like gun, gun, gun legislation works. 
right? He was like, I, I feel okay. Like, actually, maybe I shouldn't have a gun. And then the guy was like, but let's, uh, you know, let's talk to your wife. Like, we can find a, a, a loophole. A, like, a way around it, right. Right. He was like, let's find a way around it. Like, your wife can, like, like write you up a lease, like, leasing you a room in your house so that you could have, like, a registered um, residence, and then we can give you this gun. So he was going through this whole thing of, like, how they found loopholes as to sure. how he could so, get the gun. And, like, that's that's what's fucked up. Is Well, like, here's what I'll say about that. Um, the gun rights advocates and the gun rights lobbies have a very uh, camel's nose under the tent mentality right if they let the camel's nose under the tent they're fucked the camel's in you know what i'm saying it's inside the tent now you're on the inside and we can't get you out kind of thing right so they push back i've on never everything. heard that before but that's awesome Go and on. they do try and find loopholes for everything and i can give you a phenomenal example of the latest and greatest loophole on the list right now and it's called an ar-15 pistol okay so what an AR-15 pistol is, um, the ATF regulates that pistols have to, or I'm sorry, rather, rifles have to have a minimum barrel length of 16 inches, okay? So the, the barrel, the actual part that the projectile and the bullet passes through has to be at least 16 inches long. And part of the reason for that is so you can't conceal it, right? Right. So... It's got to be 16 inches with a stock. Now, if you want a barrel shorter than that, it's called an SBR or a short barreled rifle. And you have to apply to the ATF. They have to run you through heightened security. You have to pay 200 bucks for a tax stamp. And it takes six months at least, right? So what the manufacturers did is they fucking found a loophole around that shit by putting a pistol brace on the back, which is basically a stock where one piece collapses open like this. And the idea is that you put your arm through it and you shoot it like a pistol, but it's still an AR 15 and it's capable of doing the same damage that an AR 15 will. But now you can fold the stock in half and put it in a fucking book bag. So you could roll into the Walmart with a fucking backpack and nobody fucking knows any different. Right. And then just whip that shit out and get down. And so the bigger problem is, is that there's an overarching theme with the firearms industry companies, right? So these guys all have legislation in place that they cannot be held liable for anything that happens or is done with their products. So all of these companies are like, oh, well, here's the loophole around the AR-15 short barreled rifle. This is how we make it a pistol is we put this bullshit ass brace on the back that's really a stock and everybody knows it. Everybody talks about it. It's openly ha ha ha. You know what I mean? We right. know that everybody's getting around it, but technically, so, and this is the thing that Biden's going after right now. Right. right, 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 right. So, so Drew, we got a, some really good, <clears throat> we got some good questions in the, in the comments. Uh, first of okay. all, hi, first of all, hello, Dana heater. We love you. Oh, Dana heater. 
Yeah. What um, up, girl? She's got a good question. Uh, Carl's got a good question. Carl's got a couple good questions. Okay. Um, uh, our we'll our new producer with, has some new questions. Our new producer okay. has some questions. Well, uh, I saw that Carl's little question streamed up. What What do I feel about gun control? Yeah. Right? What do you? Yeah. Huh? What do you? Yeah. How? Yeah. So, I look. Here's the thing. All gun control is rooted in racism, dude, and that's just a fucking fact. Gun control didn't become gun control until freed people hashtag were Black Panthers carrying guns. So before then, it was just a given constitutional right. It wasn't until freed people started to try and acquire firearms that gun control even became an, a thing. All right. So at its roots. The shit is racist from the beginning. All right. Now that being said, however, like, okay. Uh, there's no however. That be good. That being said, keep going, Drew. That being said, so, so period. End of sentence. <clears throat> Full stop. Next sentence. I do believe that we do need some form of regulation on the firearms that are being allowed into society. Because obviously we've shown that these things can do an incredible amount of damage, right? So me as a, so the crazy shit is is this: when I moved out of the district and I got my rifle back, I immediately was like, like you know what? Fuck this! I'm a goddamn law-abiding American citizen. I fought for this country, and I'm not a fucking crazy asshole. I should be able to own a firearm. And I'm not going to give that right up again, ever. And I won't, ever. But here's the deal. I also don't, I am background checked up, down, left, right, and side to fucking side. Right. The FBI's crawled so far up my ass. Right. They know what I had for lunch last week. And I'm cool with it. Like, if that's what it means that I can carry my guns, dude, you know what some of the smartest gun legislation that's been proposed is? Having your spouse or significant other in your domicile need to sign off on your application to buy a firearm. Because who knows you better than that? And if your right. wife or your boyfriend or your husband or your whatever, right, is cool with it, then that should say something because it means that their life is in their hands, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Straight yeah, up yeah. and down background no, checks for uh, everybody uh, on everything. Carl asked what we thought too. Um, honestly, I'm one of these people where I, I mean, I, I went shooting with Drew. I had a great time. Like I am definitely I I have had a gun. Um, I gave up that gun because I was not in a place where I felt like it was safe for me to have that gun. That's how I. Okay. That's for me. That that's gun control for me. Is knowing that, like, at this particular, like, I could have a gun now and I'm fine. I'm in a much, much different fucking place than I was when I previously owned one, you know. Um, but I think that a lot being able, yeah, training should definitely be mandatory. Um, I'm pro background checks. Um, I feel like I should be whatever people have out there. I mean, it's like kind of like a car. You don't need a car that goes 300 fucking miles an hour. But if sure. you have the ability, if you have the money and the means 
and you have the ability to drive that car in a way that is not going to fucking do a bunch of fucking irreparable damage or whatever, and you can be safe with it, then I'm all for it. Um, you know, and it's and so, when people, you know, talk about well, actually, Drew, how do you feel about gun registry? Are you pro? Are you pro registry? So all gun thing, dude, I mean, look, I got to be honest with you. Gun register. The word gun registry is the thing that freaks gun nuts out. And here's yeah. why. Yeah. I want the government to keep track of my goddamn guns and knowing like red dog. Where's the list? Find the Wolverines. You know what I'm saying? Like sends out a bunch of Russian dudes to go get your guns and shit. Like oh, that's why man. people talk about a national registry and they don't want that shit. But here's the thing, dude. You got, how'd you buy that gun? With a visa? Got you, motherfucker. Like, come on, dude. They already have all this information. You got right. 55 fucking different pictures up of every gun you own on Instagram. And, and, shit. and honestly, know. and honestly, if they really, really wanted, seriously, and correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, because we were kind of talking about this a little bit, too, when we were shooting uh, the other day, is uh, if they really wanted to crack down, all they would have to do is stop all of these. Like every time the Dulles Expo has a gun show, there's motherfucking shit going down. You know what I mean? Like cash transactions. So like if they what really that's the loopholes. Like the gun show. That's the loopholes in capitalism and free market is always to gonna let that. Yeah, please. So, the state of Virginia, the Commonwealth of Virginia has just enacted a lot of new gun legislation. And it all came into effect last july and then again in january so you may no longer now when you buy or sell a gun it's called a transfer okay it's not a sale it's a transfer it's being transferred from the ffl which is a federal firearms license to you okay and that's what the paperwork will say all transfers have to be done with the background check now there is no more gun show loophole in virginia Okay. You cannot do that shit anymore. Okay. There you, is no more person to person transfers. Okay? okay. So prior to July, you could come out and be like, yo, what's up, dog? Come on out. I'm going to give you a gun. Here, 500 bucks. Here's this gun. There's no license. There's no bill of sale. There's no receipt. There's no background check. Right. So now all of that shit's done. And the reason that it was done is because the district MPD ran a 15 year basically pattern search of all of the arms that were confiscated in the district. 85% of them came out of Northern Virginia between Richmond and DC. All right. 85%. So to retaliate, not to retaliate, but because of that, in response in response to that, Virginia governor Ralph Northam and the democratic legislature stepped up and they said, okay, well, guess what, Virginia, you may no longer buy more. You may only buy one handgun a month. All sales are now through an FFL and transferred with a background check. Like all of this shit has been clipped, trying to stem the flow of guns into the district out of Virginia. So Re- Virginia's actually responded pretty well, dude. Um, they, we were talking over the last few weeks. They have kind of sort of freaked us out with how progressive progressive they are becoming yeah. just the fact that they're so they're ahead of maryland in yeah. so many ahead of ways maryland seemingly so weird it's so really fucking with me <laughs> maryland is one of the most restrictive firearm states in the union maryland new jersey new york california and hawaii are all on the same plane right. like you cannot get a 
So there was a case. I don't know if you do you guys watch on Instagram uh what is it? Uh Washingtonian probs. Yeah, yeah. It's basically Washington's problems, right? Mm-hmm. So the chief of police put out last week that there are now 24,000 registered firearms in the District of Columbia. Okay? So that's 24,000 guns that have been transferred to MPD that MPD is then transferred to these people, right? There are 6,000 concealed carry licenses in the District of Columbia now. I have one of them. Uh, This uptick is huge, right? And all of this stems from a law um, that came about after a court case called Heller versus the District of Columbia. So there was a security guard for federal buildings, right? Like he was a federal security guard for some of the buildings downtown. Um, who could carry a gun at work, but was not allowed to have a gun at home. And he lived on Capitol Hill, like around one of the fucking, you know, older like housing projects. And he was like, this is fucking bullshit that I can't have a gun at home, but yet I have to carry a gun to protect you motherfuckers during the day. And so he took him to court and he won. Yeah. And he won. So he won in 2008. Uh, or 2007, but in 2008, they changed the rules. And basically what MPD did to try and combat this shit was they were like, okay, listen, you may have a gun in the city, but it has to be either disassembled, unloaded, or with a trigger lock. Well, dude, if you need to respond to something in your house because, you know, somebody broke in and you're sitting here finger fucking a trigger lock trying to get this gun open and loaded and put back together, what the hell's the point? So MPD's tact on this is very similar to what they've always done, right? Drag your feet, make it hard as possible, like try and be as disruptive as humanly possible. So you throw your hands in the air and say, fuck it, I give up. I don't want to play anymore. Well, they did the same thing here until finally, uh, I think it was in 2012, this woman and this group called the Pink Pistols, which is an LGBTQ uh, firearms community. That oh, I'd love to have them on here. Yeah, they're fucking great. Also a member. Uh, they sued the city <laughs> as well. My, my man. Dude, I'm there. I'm out. I'm, Dude, I'm in the world, my friend. Uh, so they sued the city as well. And they were basically like, all this bullshit that you're laying down and putting in place is trying to like make things more restrictive to make firearms less accessible to the people who really need them, right? And so there used to be a stipulation in the concealed carry requirement that you had to prove that you had a reasonable amount of danger. Well, who's fucking, like, objective reasonable are we talking about? Yeah, by whose standards? It's abstract. It's fucking arbitrary as fuck, right? So what are we doing? So all these people were applying for concealed carry licenses and they were all being like, nope, nope, you don't need it. You don't need it. And it's like, what do you mean? I don't need it. So they took them to court again and won again. So in 2018, they had to take that stipulation out. Since then, you can now have a concealed carry license in the district of Columbia, but they're still trying to fuck with people so much. And it's so restrictive that you dude. You have a license that is a concealed carry license, right? Then you have to have another card that registers the firearm that you're carrying 
and only 20 rounds of ammunition for that specific gun. So if you fuck up and grab the wrong magazine or load one too many bullets, it's a felony. Straight up. <laughs> they make this shit really, really hard to be a law-abiding I mean, citizen, dude. And I mean, you know, they have the whole excuse about the federal government and all the high-powered VIPs being here, et cetera, et cetera. But they like, if people... Yeah, but because if people want to go after those people, they're going to go after those people. Uh, they did There's nothing at all people. to do... They did go after those people. It's called January 6th. And guess what, motherfuckers? It wasn't mm. us. Mm. Mm. Straight up, dude. Tell it, Drew. Tell it, Drew. It's, it's what it is, Tell man. It, dude. It's what it so, is. So Dana wanted to know if you had any statistics about, like, she put it successful home invasion gun statistics. Like, if there's, like, any numbers out there about, like, you know, what percent of gun use is, you know, for fending off. Oh, there it is. I'll have to read it. Um, if you don't have any... Dana, I'm sure that information's out there. And hi, sweetie. It's amazing to even just see your name typed up on a screen. I haven't seen you in forever, and I miss you. Um, the United States Concealed Carry Association, uh, which I'm actually a member of, uh, I'm a partner with, um, they do a ton of this type of training. Um, the amount of times that people now have their homes broken into whether there is very small. One of the biggest reasons that it's so small uh, is because of the leaps and bounds with surveillance, uh, electronic surveillance, home security cameras, everyone's got a cameras, doorbell, all of that cameras, shit, right? dude, I should have but, invested. We should have, you know, that. really the, the fact of the matter is though, is that the more rural you get, the less that place. Right. Um, and the more urban you get, the more you start to, you know, lean on the fact that your income, your safety is incumbent upon you at the end of the day, right? Um, as far as specific numbers, I don't have any right now uh, in front of me. I didn't look that up. Uh, but I'll tell you this much. There are lots of examples of people successfully defending themselves in their homes, for sure. Uh, and there's probably just as many examples of somebody like shooting their wife or their kid because they missed an intruder in their home and it shot through a wall. Uh, you know, and that's one of the things that I talk to people about every fucking day, you know, is the fact that like, guys, you need to like anybody who shows up in a basic pistol class for me and comes at it like, hell yeah, dog, I'm about to, I'm like, man, what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> okay. You know, like I do break this know, off on you, man. But we've you known each other for right like, now? We've known each other for like 20 years, and I could not imagine <laughs> behaving like that in front of you. I couldn't even oh. think of a total stranger. You know the scariest shit that's happened? I, had to like kick a a... Fucking, I kicked a dude out of my class two weeks ago because he was fucking hammered at 8.30 in the morning on a Why? Saturday. I wanted to Why? smoke weed that morning, but I totally was like, nah, dude, because... Because you're responsible. Like, you I just... like. You didn't see me light that joint on as I pulled up next to you on the way home. That's what I was oh, doing. Oh no 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 no! I saw that. Yeah, I was like, I that's. That. I waited until we were leaving. Yeah, I saw that, bro. I saw but that. So, we... Yeah, I mean, like, so for, yeah. for me, I feel like you know, I mean, I've never, I've never handled a gun. Like, I've always, I've always wanted to be um, responsible. I don't, I don't want to own a gun because I don't know that I'm responsible enough. But I would, I would like to know how to 
shoot a gun. I've asked one of my friends. He's actually been a um, a guest on our show before. Um, he was a he's a retired MPD. Like we've talked many many times about him bringing me to the shooting range, and we just haven't been able to coordinate. Like I would like to know how to shoot a gun. Okay. Um, and I, I would, yeah, right. I would love to know, but like, again, I don't know that I'm responsible enough to have, have a gun in my home. Well, I don't have children in my house. I just, I just don't know. I don't feel responsible enough. Right. Okay. So, Cause I'm not responsible. Sure, but well, like, I think that I, I don't, I, confidence I don't know. is a huge part of it. Confidence is a huge part of Absolutely. owning a firearm. Absolutely. And I just, I think that they're, I don't, you know, who's going you know to get shot. You know, who's going to get shot, right? Huh? Me. No. If she had a gun. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Val owned a firearm that she kept at her house, you'd be okay. If she had a firearm that she kept at the studio. Oh, no, come on. But like, <laughs> I just think I I think that what I don't understand is why people are so adverse to um, stronger regulations, like or just not even just stronger, just regular. You know, like people should should have it should be required that you have some sort of training like you shouldn't be able to i shouldn't be able to walk in a gun store and be like hey like you absolutely can't do that it should be and i should be harder it should be harder to get in a license for driving well there is no license that's what i'm saying i think that's what i think that's what frustrates me is that i don't understand why people are so adverse to that you know like carrying it you're carrying a death machine. I don't understand I mean, that. I mean, that, uh, I, think, I, think, I think that there's some you're people that... You're, you're carrying a tool. Look, you drive a death machine, right? Yeah, yeah yes, you do, and you have you to get a license. A Absolutely. And and you I, have need to have a license. I, I needed to get a license, right? Like, I you needed a license to drive. You need a fucking fly. Never in the history of a gun has any gun ever gotten pissed off, jumped off a shelf, loaded itself, and killed somebody. Right. Don't blame the gun. It's the asshole behind it. All right. Right. Like, sure. right. Same, same, same. Same. Right. Right. So same. Same for like a car. Right. Like, Absolutely. Like people like the car didn't come and like run into somebody. Like and it you was had the driver. To prove that you so, could operate it. Right. Right. So shouldn't there be some sort of proof that you should be that you could that you? I'm all about a proficiency test. Operate. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like a just like you take a driving test, you take a firearm, a shooting test. Right, but there's so Absolutely. many people are so, so against that, that, and I don't, I don't understand that. So, all right, but so that, hold on, hold on. That's, Val, that's, Val, I want you, I, I want you to, I want you to respond to what you're, what you're, what you're saying. So a lot of what you're talking about, Val, is this: a lot of people, especially in the rural areas of this country, right. Right. pass down that firearms tradition and that marksmanship training. From father to son, mother to daughter, mother to, you know, like through the family is how we teach each other how to shoot kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, that's where they're passing off firearms and that's where they're doing all of this. And here's the thing. A lot of this has to do with those people being like, why does everyone else get to regulate how I'm living my life with my guns and my family 
when they don't know shit about me. And on the flip side, it's us being like, why are we letting these people carry these fucking weapons into highly populated dense areas where they can inflict mass casualties? That right. doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like, but each side is like, come the fuck on, dude. Look at the last four years in this city. How polarized are we? People can't talk about anything, right? Agreed. They really fucking look. Like, and, and like, I don't, I'm not trying to be polarizing. Like, I'm really. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not taking it. I'm not taking it like, like that. I'm right? just telling you like, why I, people can't have this conversation. It's because you get the people on either end. It's like, too sure ex people, it's, it's too extremes. Because like if you've been hunting, if you've right been hunting, we're like this fucking dude is crazy talking, you know. Because I'm not pro gun, but like ah pro gun, you know. Right. I, and I, think, well, I think and also, I'm like going. I'm going back to what you said earlier. Is that like you know like a lot of the people who traditionally you would think would be uh, anti gun. Like the liberals, the people Art. on the Tourette, uh, like they're the ones who are getting guns, right? So, like, so, so that I feel like that that narrative should be dispelled because, like, people, people on uh, who are liberal, I mean, like, it's I definitely feel a like point. It's definitely a talking point that gets used to keep the issue fired up and keep oh, it fucking right. going. Like, right? So. And like, I feel like I I sit on the, like I've talked about this before. I sit on the left side. Like I sit. You're pro, you, Val. You're not anti-gun, but you like you said you're not anti-gun, but you're like you said, you're somebody who you fear it enough, and the fear your fear of it is a form of respect. So like I don't hear like, it. Like well, I would, I would like to. I mean, I would like I, to be able to know how to shoot a gun. Right. Well, I misspoke. With you, would you, but you, by you saying that you didn't feel comfortable having one in your house because you because I'm not you know. responsible. Like right, I yeah. really not. Like that right but, there puts you in a much better fucking space. I would much rather see sure. you take a training class than a lot of other people because you have right. that. And like, but that, that's the whole thing is that like, I'm willing to take classes. Like I want to know how to shoot a gun. There are a lot of people who don't even give a shit about classes. They don't give a shit about training. They just feel it is their inherent right as an American citizen that they should be able to own a gun. Not even that, that they know that, that to know that they, they are able to handle the guns properly. That they just feel that it is their inherent right. right well, it's because they've been told to them since the day they were born. Right. Well, so, uh, so, so, to your thing, you said it's passed down generation generation. I get that because I come from a country. I come from a county that is a big hunting area. But at the same time, my father taught me how to drive when I was fucking twelve years old. Right. But still, I have to fucking take a driver's test. Yeah. So that's my whole thing. Like, like I get it. It's part of your culture, but at the same time. I'm all about a proficiency test. I'm all about yeah, people and getting I, tested. And, 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 and I know you are, but that's what blows my mind about people. So like, oh, again, part of the problem is, is this. So let's talk about the NRA, okay? So the National Rifle Association, for good, bad, or whatever, uh, is the foremost agency and does the absolute best job of teaching wholesale firearms safety, firearms instruction, and supporting the shooting sports. If they would shut the fuck up about politics yeah, and just be like, hey, listen, we're here to promote gun rights, the shooting gun sports, safety. and gun safety. It's and gun that's safety. 
And then stop being all of this political bullshit, right? But the thing is, is this. They've gone so hard in the paint about all the politics involved. They're so fucking corrupt. It's Pepe Le Pew. Now, understand this, dude. I'm credentialed by the NRA, and if they're listening to this right now, I might lose my credentials because there's a fucking part of their certification process that says you cannot negatively reflect on the National Rifle Association. Which but that's Nazi. I shit. don't think that you have. I mean, uh, you, you've sure. Done. I said that they shouldn't be in politics. There's probably a bunch of people at that building that wouldn't like that very much. That's okay, boo. I'm also a USCCA instructor. I'm also hey, what up, like going to be a six-hour instructor. What up, stuff? Anyway, <laughs> my point is simply this, dude. These guys need to get the fuck out hard. of politics. And what's right. happening right now, right? There's a lawsuit against Wayne LaPierre, who is the fucking president of he's the a NRA. Fucking, he's a fucking cunt. So he's done a bunch of shady shit. He's done a bunch of shady shit financially. And the state of New York is trying to sue them for their charter, which is why they're trying to move to Texas. Hopefully, right? What day in Texas in the first place? Well, but <laughs> because in 1871, when it was founded, New York was pretty country. Yeah, Um, okay. Outside of fucking New York, Albany, Syracuse, and Rochester, there you go. God, we we, we, we talked about it last country. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully, there's a bunch of people who hope that all this shit happens, right? And that the NRA will come back to its founding, like, like, dude, the NRA didn't get political until the '80s with Reagan, right? Uh, before that, it was a completely like apolitical thing. But as the two sides became more polarized, there you go. Anyway, all right. So let's uh, let's do, first of all, Drew, I really, really, really appreciate having you on here <laughs> and just yeah, totally dropping dropping that. science, man, sure. dropping science. Uh, and you're. You, this isn't over. I'm just taking like a little quick like yeah, breather yeah. segue. Um, we'll want to take a quick moment to thank everybody that has jumped and has been in the uh, comments and and interacting with us. We really love having y'all here. Uh, please like and share us on all of your favorite social media platforms on Twitter. On excuse me, on Facebook and Instagram, it's the District of Misfits Show. On Twitter at DC Misfits. Uh, please also go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. Um, become a, uh, a regular viewer of our wares and such. Um, the District of Misfits show. And on Twitch, District of Misfits, it's all one word. And then you can go to crushingdc.com and purchase some of our gear there and support us. You know, we, we really appreciate y'all. Um, I don't know what happened to Marcus. Val, what, did you, smoke. what did you do smoke. to him? I didn't do anything. He went to smoke. Now would have been a perfect time for us to uh, maybe have uh, a palate right. cleanser or whatever. But you know what? While we still have Drew oh, here, we we're all to fired the up. And oh, so, we should have had a video. But. Did he fall down the hill? Yeah, this would have been a great time. Well, when you got to go, you got to go. At this stage of the show, Facts. it just it Facts. just happens, man. Like, um, but yeah. So Drew, uh, we want to jump. We'll. Go through the comments and some of the questions. Um, Do you think, like, let's see, what did Mike say? What did Michael say? Would you consider it reasonable to track gun violence data through NIH? 
for like absolutely co- collecting data. Absolutely, because it's a mental health crisis. The mass shootings that you see are because of mental health issues. They're not because of fucking gun advocacy issues. Like when I think about that, I, the, the there've been so many. Just think about just so this? many let's since Columbine. Ones, let's since just Columbine. turn on the ones. Let's turn on the ones since the end of the pandemic, right? Because we had yeah. a year off without this shit, right? Sure. So you got the fucking redneck down in Georgia going after all the fucking. Second, the uh, the AAPI people, right? Yeah. Then you got the guy at the at the freaking grocery store in Boulder, right? Who's just right. being indiscriminate at that point. Uh, you had this guy, these two brothers who just killed their family in Texas recently, right? And then wasn't there another one? Anyway, so, South there was yeah there was uh right. hold on I had it all queued up. But, like, yes, agreed. Like, what you're saying is that, like, there is a mental health component to... Uh, it's the a component, lot, though. A, a, lot, a lot of these um, mass shootings. So, right? it's the component, though, right? Because, like, what person's mentally stable and walks into a fucking grocery store and shoots 10 people? Right? That's not a mentally <laughs> stable human. No. no. Same thing with Aurora. Same thing that's... with the kid in Virginia Tech. Yeah, Same that's what I was going to say. Columbine. Same thing, it like all of them, dude. Like, what's so? No, am I crazy? That guy killed fucking 56 people, dude. He set up five different rifles in four different rooms and shot into a crowd of thousands from 400 yards away, right? Right, Right. like who plans that and does that that's mentally stable? Like our, what we need to do is find a way to identify these uh, Drew, people. Drew, I might uh, hold on, if I may. I honestly, that specific instance, I'm gonna try. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that that is that's malicious intent, dude. That guy, oh, that's the the <laughs> amount of planning that it goes into to do something. I mean, like think about it, dude. You literally you picked a date, you picked an event. Yeah, you didn't reserve Planned it. You didn't reserve one room. You didn't reserve, reserve the two rooms. Yeah. Right. So at that point, like, that's not necessarily. Like, this just, is not. Like, this just, is. Yeah. I, I honestly think that this that that's a step above that. That's a step. I think beyond. I think the Aurora shooter is also in that same category because, like, this is something that was fantasized about. This isn't like someone mentally breaking down. No, like a you know what I think it is. Is this the MGM shooting? Well, no. yeah. Yes. yeah, So yes, let me, the, so pan, I, panel, I, I, panel. Let me ask all a question. I feel like there's a stigma when people. Okay, what I worry about is that people think when people say there's a mental health, it, there's when people imply the mental health issue. There's almost this like falling down that movie with Michael Douglas where yeah. he just fucking like i feel like they there's a thing that's there's a thing that's applied to that but i don't think that the aurora or the mgm shit is that type of thing so i i worked for i was working for the mgm during that time frame when that happened i was there and i know for a fact that i heard through the grapevine of the mgm factory we have if you work in a hotel there's like back elevators right 
so the elevators will take. So if you're doing a big event, you have these big freight elevators that will take. Oh yeah, as a stagehand, yeah, I understand. So but, yeah. when this guy, what well, we were told inside information, what we were told like when he came, he had like thirty, no, like twenty-one to thirty like cases of shit, which ended up being all his guns. But they actually took him into the private sector of the hotel and took all 21 cases up. And if you're, if your case, if he had like, the money, if he had the money, if he had the money, I mean, if he rented he's four, client, if, if, if he rented four rooms, that's enough. Money if he for is a high, if he's a high dollar client, that hotel, it's Vegas. They're mm -hmm. going to. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Here you go, so, sir. And so the biggest, the, the biggest thing at MGM, they were like, you know, basically they're like sucked the dick of the client. But it's all about them. So, like you said, Bill, if he bought three rooms, they're like, oh, he, he's he's a high roller. We're gonna do whatever he wants to gonna, do. This is your luggage, sir. You want to take the back entrance, sir? Okay, sir. Yeah, no we we we, we asked no questions. Luggage. You saw oh, no, 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 oh, it was all gun. it was all guns, but the people who are loading up. No, no, no. But okay. my point is, is you've seen my gun cases, right? Did that yeah. shit look like luggage to you? No. Right. Those gun cases actually, don't look like on, luggage. Did the Vegas shooter but, but actually bring his stuff in? If he wanted to, like, I'm at, I, do, do we know for a fact that the Vegas shooter brought his weapons in in traditional gun some luggage of, or whatever? I, yes. Some yeah, of those I, guns? Yes, he did. Yeah, put them in gun gun he, they were in gun cases. Case. They were in gun cases. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying a suitcase, but like as a musician, you can buy long a ass fucking case. plastic so, so it can, it, cases. It, it, it you know what I'm it, saying? It, you, it could have been are, mistaken for like, there are other here. Yes, it could have been mistaken for that. You could fucking buy a fucking speaker fucking road case or a fucking lighting, a light stand, a road case for a light stand. And fucking put you know some shit in there. I so, mean, and in Vegas, I guess I get it. And no, it's you, Vegas. You're bringing lights. You're bringing lights up to a hotel room in Vegas. Like, right. who so let's, let's take what we're saying here into account, and now apply it to what I said earlier about the thing that Biden's trying to ban, which is an AR fucking fifteen pistol that can collapse and fold into a book bag. Right. And that's right. why they're doing it now. Yeah, but why would mean. anybody want? Why would anybody need that that weapons to begin with? Like nobody needs nobody in this day and age needs. Why does anyone need a Lamborghini though? Oh, I mean, no. Wait a minute, okay. dude. Short barrel rifle. But I'm all about because anytime you need to operate inside of a car, home defense, shorter walls, like there's a use for it for sure. You know what I mean? mean? But you shouldn't well, tuck it into a backpack. But, right. We you should just be, be able to pack it in a backpack, like. If you need to defend yourself, get a pistol. Get like you know. I mean, like like your da your friend Dana Hader Hader said. I, what's I the purpose? What what's the reasoning behind that? Like what's the yeah. statistics? Right. I mean, Americans are not a mon. Here's the thing. We and it was what it's it's a much more succinct thing of what Drew said uh, earlier, and that is Americans. We as Americans, we are not a monolith. We are we are so different. We are so unique. We are trying to apply one standard to a For country of, of how many three hundred million? You know, three hundred million, thirty million. Yeah, different types of people. <laughs> Some people who want absolutely nothing to do with guns, which is totally fucking cool. Some people that are completely into guns for all the wrong reasons, and then everybody else Everybody in between. Else. 
So Drew, what but are you I, dr- I, Drew? What are you drinking? Uh, which one? Am I right? I don't know. I what, whatever you just did right there. What but, are you drinking right now? Elijah Craig. Hey, my friend. Oh, you going down? <laughs> no, dude. E and J. Let me, Marcus. Let me tell you something about DSB. Oh shit! DSB, oh, DSB, shit. working. Uh, picture this: Adams Morgan. Adams 20, year Morgan. 20, Adam, Adams Morgan. Yeah, what? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Adams Morgan, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Working a fucking Saturday night and getting out of work at oh my god o'clock in the morning and having to be ready to fucking. Rock because we're gonna be at FedEx Field at 9 a.m. How much cocaine was involved? Not None. not enough. <laughs> dude, we were there on fucking the wheels. Hold on, I got win, two dude. different I got two different answers, but I'll go with boots. It depends on the week. It depends on the week. And but the like, dude, we're having grandma and yay for breakfast. Yep. It was the only time in my life I had a burger using a Krispy Kreme donut as a bun. Oh shit. The Homer you're, Burger. You're hashtag, hashtag Homer Burger. You're talking like, to a kid from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. We, I know we've, Grandma. We've, we've pushed people down P Hill, allegedly. We've <laughs> we've we've lived and died. Why? All right. So what was the dirtiest <laughs> thing you did? So Grandma Nye shots and burgers on donuts. I mean, how donuts? how can it how can it get worse? Uh, besides no. the res, besides the Redskins play, how bad? I mean, we were there doing some of the absolute most abysmal, the worst of the worst. Some of the most we have been present front and center for some of the absolute most abysmal Dude. football that Daniel Snyder and I his had, fucking and there's a lot of cocaine had to offer. No one could ever question. No one could ever question our love or loyalty. You especially, Drew. I kept tickets from seventeen or from ninety-seven until two thousand and fifteen, and my brother and I gave them up. Fucking Rex, fucking Grossman. I'm dying right now. I'm fucking sexy Rexy. Shoot me in the fucking face, dude. Tony Banks. Oh, oh god. So I I worked for the Redskins for four years. So I I I would drive. I ran a lot of the. I ran all the bars. I heard Wait, at FedEx Field. Yeah, or in the lounge, on the club level. I, I ran all the bars, so I it was assistant. So basically, the people I worked for, the girl I like, the lady I worked for, she ran all the bars throughout the whole state, but I was her number one assistant. So I had to hand every single fucking bar. So from the so from the club level to the four hundred seven hundred level. All the way up to the 100 level. Every bar had my dick hands on it somewhere. Ew. Shit, dude. Uh, Friday. Andrew bar, baby, 133. Right. I have, I have Wait, seen. Who's, who's Chris Weinke? <laughs> You're Winky? How do you Winky? say that? Winky. Winky. It doesn't matter. Winky. Whatever. So, like, at, like the at end of every game. <laughs> so, when I worked at the end of every Some, game. Someone like, who played for them, probably. He was a quarterback from uh, Florida was, State. Oh, Chris Winkie. No, he was a quarterback, quarterback from Florida State. Yeah. Anyway, was. shut the fuck up. I'm telling the story. So. Steve Spurrier. <laughs> during the Spurrier, Spurrier days, I worked there. 
No, like, like, like at the third, like when the game was over, we would go to like the cigar bar. I forget what it was called. It would be like the cheerleaders oh, and everybody who worked there. That like, you know, bar. you know how they got just how they just got sued by like all that shit. How they just got sued? Yeah, I've seen a lot of that in the fucking four years I was there, and I was there in the early two thousands, and I saw that shit then. So like when the cheerleaders came out, well, like they're why are you testifying them, Marcus? Because I was a low level employee. They don't give a shit about me. But I saw what they're talking about, and like it's kind of fucking. It was a shit show. Sean Taylor's last game was my low point. No, 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 no. Sorry, let me. I take that back. I take that back. The very next game, the game against the Bills after he died. With uh, they fucked up, fucked it up, and they fucked up the field goal. Yeah, in the weather, the weather couldn't have been any fucking shittier. The only solid except for hail. Hail would have John Taylor towels. Hail would have made it worse. I still have my towel somewhere. Ooh, ooh, ooh! They just said homeboy's getting subpoenaed. That would be me. Who's getting subpoenaed? Marcus. Uh, Marcus, yeah. (laughs) 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 And you know this. Shit, yeah, dude. We, yeah. yeah, me and Drew, man, we, 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 front and center for the horror. I mean, <laughs> for the horror, we had some good times too. We had some fucking great wins great too. Time. But like, yeah, sounds all right. All right, but it was two. It's we're two hours and twenty five minutes into. Oh, all right. Well, how about this? We want to play some, whoa. play some TikToks and get the look out of here. We should play some TikToks. Yeah. So yeah, we once again really appreciate y'all getting down with us. Um never mind, that was a conversation I'm gonna have from with Marcus later. Uh anyways, wait, yeah. Wait, so wait, 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 what the, what it wasn't the fuck a, I, I tell you it wasn't anything serious at all. It was like some <laughs> we, should do, we should do something totally different from what we normally do in the middle of the show when there's like no way that that's possible. And I'm like, Yeah, it does I had a whole inner monologue just out here with y'all. So you should okay. just let it go. No, we 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 are, anyways, we, are there. we appreciate we appreciate y'all fucking hanging out with us. Drew, I fucking love you, dude. I am so so glad to have Thanks you on here me. and just fucking yeah you're killing it man and you'll have to come back killing it to just to continue this conversation because this is a conversation that is not going anywhere sure. anytime soon and also just because we love your fucking face and no one else will understand this except for you and me but i just want to say from the bottom of my heart <laughs> uh, yeah, i, I don't that. even want to know it's okay no, I, don't, okay. I don't want to know. It's know. okay, Marcus. Put the put the basket in the lotion and keep it moving. Put the basket in the lotion, Marcus. <laughs> hey, guys, ho- ho- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, shit, where's that? Nope. I'm afraid I can't do that, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Creep Show. We need to bring that back. A bottle. Right? Bottle. You spelled it wrong. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. I know I didn't spell wrong. But I wasn't I'm just fucking with you. 
<laughs> yeah, so we're gonna play. Hey, so yeah, while Marcus fucking cues up all this shit, yeah. Once again, thank you guys for watching us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, the District of Misfits Show on Twitter at DC Misfits. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, the District of Misfits Show, where we have a bunch of other cool content for you to watch on Twitch, District of Misfits. Um, and yeah, go to crushingdc.com and purchase some of our wares and support us also if you would like to <clears throat> do a podcast you have an idea you got a voice or a platform or something you want to get it out there we'd love to help you make that happen and you can track us down at you can actually find us through crushingdc.com or you can hit up district dog face studios at gmail.com and uh yeah we we'd love to to help you out and get your get your voice out there Marcus, are you ready? Are you ready? What am I ready for? Ready? You ready? How about this? Play that other fucking... Oh, you know what? We were going to talk about DMX. RIP DMX. He was problematic. The dude, you know, he had his issues. He was involved in dogfighting. I know a lot of people take issues with that, and that is not okay. We don't endorse that. Um, We should maybe have another show where we delve into separating the art from the artist or if that is even a possible thing um maybe but let's you know. get into the let's get into the people fucking giving him his props yeah so um for on the positive end of it uh yeah he he for 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 his foibles and 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 mistakes and shit he touched a lot of people and was a big part of a lot of people's lives and i think that that deserves some acknowledgement Love him or hate him. Um, and as he was being, as his body was being taken um, out of the hospital, um, his fans decided to show up uh, and lend their support. Here we go. Hi, Yo, I uh, just, yeah, sorry. I thought I was going to be able to pull this off. My, I thought I was going to make it through a whole show without my dog having to be, oh, to be let out. Petey. Petey was I like, had, nah, I son. Had, I, had, I have another video I can play if you need to go. No, no, no. I fended him off for like a good 20, 25 minutes while Drew was talking. <laughs> and, and like, I was like, I can't, I can't walk off camera while Drew is fucking dropping signs. Like, I just felt like that would be, it just, yeah, it just didn't feel right. And so, yeah, he uh, he needed to do his thing. Yeah, so people, people, well, you know what? What is really awesome is uh, apparently Jay Z and Beyonce they bought his entire fucking catalog and are giving it to his kids for free. I mean, when you own so billions that, of, hold on, hold on, so that his kid, yeah, his yeah, kids, oh, oh, his kids, oh, his his family, his kids won't have to fucking out, fight anybody for that shit. Although I agree, that's fucking amazing. When you're Jay Z and you're a billionaire, that's like me giving you twenty bucks, Bill. Still gave him the twenty bucks. 
What? Ah, yeah, I like I, twenty bucks. I, I, I know. I, I could always use twenty bucks, man. But that's always. Think about never, the... There will probably never come a time in my life where I will not be able to use twenty bucks. Okay. Like the like the like the trans stamp question. If you had billions of dollars and needed to buy something for somebody, what would you do? If what? So what, what? would be like the one thing that you bought somebody to give somebody? I I don't know. That's a depends on what depends on the person depends on what they want you know what i mean like for one person i might buy you you know what i mean if i was a billionaire for one person if i, I buy you some land you know maybe you wanted a farm yeah I, maybe i'd help you start a bit it just depends on the person like i don't know i don't really understand the question does dmx really have 15 kids marcus can you bing that i would like to know if that's a like i, I told you earlier two, i told from, you earlier you said that to me earlier. I smoke a lot of weed, I Marcus. Know. I don't know. And, and you yell oh, a lot, so sometimes I don't listen. Right? He yells a lot. So, so uh, he's got quick. 15 kids. Well, hopefully, Jay Z bought it and gave it to the most responsible one that will do the right thing with the. the no, he, he has 15. He has, he has 15. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, like I said, if that's the case of the 15, hopefully, one of them. The one that Jay Z and Beyonce <laughs> sat down with and said, "Yo, we bought this fucking shit because we don't want y'all to have to fight a bunch of lawyers and fucking corporate fucking pieces of shit for some shit that your goddamn birthright." Like, here you go. You um, know, so and I mean, Carl, 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 let's you know, there's a lot of Johnny Apple seeds out there. Let's let's not let's not throw shade, man. You know. It's, um, what are you gonna so do about real, it now? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you gonna real do? quick? There is um, so there is there's some uh, come on, Val. rumors. Let's do it, Val. Come on, Val. You can, do, on. You, you can do it, Val. Come on, you Val. can do it. Come on, Val. You can there's do some it. rumors. So, there's this, there was this guy that like I started, I sort of had worked to start a charity with. So, hold on, what's the, in, what are we talking about? We're talking about DMX. Okay. So he is a conspiracy person, Dearest. right? He's Dearest. like com convinced that there was no plane that went into the Pentagon. He believes okay. that it was a rocket. To fucking that hit. like the, the 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 Twin Towers were not hit by planes, whatever. Blah blah. blah. What is that guy doing? I'm gonna tell you. Shut up. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, so. He posted the other day, just yesterday, that DMX had gotten the COVID test. Uh, he got the COVID um, vaccine days before he died. Oh, I heard about and this. That... Actually, so, you know what? It is always so, fun to hear what the conspiracy nuts are saying. So keep going. So he's the one person that just, died from the vaccination. Just... Right. So, yeah. So there's this whole... There's this whole... I mean, Snopes has like covered it. They're like, no, this is false. But there's a um, there's a there's a weird article <laughs> that's been circulating that DMX had taken a COVID nineteen vaccine days before his quote unquote heart attack before he died. I mean, I know I'm not DMX, it but it drives me mind. insane that these people, mind you, this person. Is in charge. Is in charge of. He is a co He's a boxing coach in Detroit, so he has a bunch no, so, of so, young, so, so, you, so you know who this person. You know this yes. person. 
I know him. <laughs> so he has these young, vulnerable children in his care. And this is what he's telling people. So for those who don't know our story, Val has a lot of connections to the boxing, boxing world. I do. Especially in Detroit. Why have so we not she, fucking ever fucking done any boxing shit on this show, Val? Jesus, what's up? It's not, why do you hate boxer. us? Why do you just, hate us? I'm not a boxer. I just support. I started. No, a, I'm saying. I started a charity. With she, I'm just saying. She, why she have she we never been to a boxing match, Val? Why do you hate us? I mean, Val's like, not a lot of charity. I like watching people boxing. punch each other in the fucking face, dude. Like, come on. I, like, I trained for six weeks. Val, I what the fuck, it. dude? It's I like I don't even fucking, fucking know you. So the what? point of what yeah. she's saying is that she knows who she's talking about. It's time. I, I, I need she to go lay down. She this knows guy, him. Per, she knows him personally. Is what so what saying. I'm saying is, this guy should not be in charge. He should not have. Hey, we can't even kick this dude's children. ass because he's like a professionally trained boxer. Is also no, no, no. Oh, no. we can beat his he's ass. A, I just, I, I'm not. Again, we don't, we don't call people out by name. No, we don't on, condone. Right? No, we don't. We don't but, condone violence. But also, it fucking pissed the shit on me when I saw it. Because it's the same guy who said that there is no plane that went in the Pentagon, that there are no planes that went into the um, the Twin Towers on 9-11. He, was he, he tried to convince me that there was, it was a conspiracy among our government, in our government. And I was that like, guy, sir. He is not sir. a very nice person. We are and running I said, long. Sir. So it's time. You need For to serve that dude the next time he goes. Our favorite tick. Yeah. It's my, my favorite TikTok. Oh, do it. Give me a little palate. Here's your palate cleanser. Here's your palate cleanser. Our favorite TikToks of the week. Oh, I got to go now. Stop yelling at us, Marcus. Why are you Jesus yelling? Christ. Why are you yelling? I don't understand. No, I understand why we're yelling. We, we, this is what we do. Yelling is a thing we do on the show. Stop yelling. So here we have, ah. I assume he's an American copper going by the get-up, but he um, is wearing a shirt that's meant to say, you know, Blue Lives Matter. I guess he's trying to, to be like, I'm Irish-American. She's it's an Irish. Irish. Couldn't have gotten it more wrong if you tried, sir. So in the Irish language, sir. we don't call black people actually black people. We would never call them like dinner dove which would be like a direct translation, black people, because that is also used as descriptive words for the devil. And we don't want to be calling people the devil. So we call them dinner Gurum, which is blue people. So this chap is after getting a shirt. It says, you know, it's meant to say Google Translate job, blue lives matter. But he has it written Oskelga, which means he's not walking around in a shirt that says blue lives matter. He's actually walking around in a black lives matter t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the Irish. <laughs> I don't know. If I'm a fan of that one, Boo. That was kind of whack. I don't you know. Are, I love the Irish. Well, you, you, you I actually, love swag, Boo. You watched, it, you watched it in pre. You watched it in pre-production. No, like, I haven't did. watched any of these. I didn't watch these for so I could have like my original reactions. Oh well. Uh, play another, please. Carry on, sir. I thought. Hey, look at that dude coming out of there. Look at oh, that. Oh, this Marcus is a chef. You definitely oh, need to watch this. About this. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on. Man, chicken. You've been around some black people, didn't you? Uh huh. A lot of little black people, haven't you? 
So it's, that's the aura and telling you. It's all good. Okay, so all over the skin. You still invited to the barbecue, baby. What the hell is five spices, though? No! 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 She done put the chicken in a watermelon. Help her, give me your barbecue card back. You bitch. Did you not play with that yard bird in that watermelon? That's actually... No! Uh, no! That's actually brilliant. That's actually Lord, this brilliant. Lord, put this white chicken into this watermelon. You was raised around white people. The Japanese people would not let you do that. Okay, so, so here's my so, thing. So, no, no, here's my thing. Yes, I, I like I like this steamed idea in the watermelon, but you would have to pull it out and let it roast in the oven so it gets the crispy skin. Well, that's what I'm saying. You couldn't just leave it that way. You'd have to no, like uh, fry the, it or like roast you it. Had take, you have to take it one right? more step over. You have to take it one more when step. I, out. When I saw this video, it hit me on so many levels. But one of those levels is is I need to see. What the pasteurized chef has to say. Well, here's the thing: watermelon has a lot of it's water. It's fucking eighty percent water, so it's going to steam. But it's going to steam, but it's going to grab that flavor. And it's all about those five spices that she put on the outside, right? right? Well, here's what happens when you cook stuff. Like when something's fatty, like chicken. Here's what happens when you cook stuff. Go ahead. So when (laughs) when when chicken or fat or beef or whatever has fat. Fat collects like renders it. Renders. No, no, no. What no. fat like fat's like a sponge. So like if you have a smell or if you have a flavor, it will like suck it up like a sponge. So what it's doing is doing that, but at the same time, because it's encapsulated in the fucking watermelon, it's steaming it at the same time. So you have to cut. I would cut the cooking time back, like probably an hour or two, and then let it roast. How long? With other you aromatics. How long do you think they had that in the oven for, Marcus? Well, it depends the size of it. If it's what ten pounds, let's say it's a ten pound bird. Let's say it's a ten pound bird. Four to five inside that watermelon for four hours. Four hours, but you have to pull it out and let it like you want the natural juices and the natural like 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 the like the enzymes. You want the flavor from that. You want the marinade. You want the fucking you want those flavors to like crystallize and like. The thing about like chicken skin or duck skin or turkey skin, you want it to be crispy, because when you crystallize that and it's nice and crunchy, all the, yeah, all the fats come out and going into the fucking titties. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The chicken titties, the turkey titties, the duck titties—they're in there. We're playing now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are beginning our final descent of the evening. Please return your souls to their usual upright positions. Appreciate that we were all like, what? Like we were like all (laughs) invested in Marcus what Marcus was saying, and then Marcus was like food porn, food porn, food porn, titties. And we were like But I'm right. No, bitches. you're not. You're not what? wrong, brother. No. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not um, wrong at all. You are uh, not no. right at all. How about this? Let's go. Let's. How about this? Let's say our official goodbyes. No, no, no we have. Wait, no, we have more TikToks. Dog. Oh, we got more TikToks. Well, let's. All right, if y'all are still hanging oh, in we here, we have another TikTok. You do not send me 39 TikToks without me playing at least 10 Ooh. of them. 
At least two. I feel class about a hero known as Bophides. Bophides was a Greek hero that fought in the Trojan War that was almost as powerful as Achilles, even having only one weakness. The same way that Achilles was only weak in his heel, Bophides' weakness was his groin. That's where we get Achilles' heel and Bophides' nuts. <laughs> you know how I know I smoke a lot of weed? Because the first time I saw this TikTok, I was like, yo, this shit is genius. <laughs> oh. Yo, but this shit right here, you food porn motherfuckers, this is it. Start by removing the ends and coring your jalapenos. Then we're going to parboil for maybe five minutes. Fill those with cream cheese all the way to the top. And then we're going to wrap those in a 50-50 blend of pork sausage and Italian sausage. Okay. You want to make sure it's sealed up pretty well. You got all that meat pushed together. And then you're going to completely wrap in bacon. I'm using two pieces to make sure I have full coverage so I don't have any leaks. Now, I like to smoke these for a couple of hours and then crank the heat the last 10 minutes to crisp that bacon up. But you can do these in the oven if that's what you have. And man, mm -hmm. slicing into these is like the heavens so that, that knife is re that knife us. is ridiculous. You don't shut need your that fucking poor mouth, Marcus. We Whatever need to it looks to like. Yeah, you don't need that goddamn fruit. When are we gonna eat this? He's caught up in the fucking knife shit. I'm like, when are we making these? When are we eating this? When are we making these? Right into the microphone. Get your fucking priorities straight, Marcus. I don't understand. My priorities straight. That what he did was fucking. That was fucking fuck you guys. That was shit. Hey Marcus, has what? the has the Instagram algorithm caught you up with the outdoor cooking where the guy fillets the chicken breast and cuts the shit on wood? Oh, and yeah, yes, Demar. Oh my god, dude. that's my dude. That's my dude. So Boo shares that with me regularly. Oh. I have over thirty five thousand followers, so I get like the weirdest shit. Like I. Fucking love that motherfucker. Uh, he's I know I like him. I'm like I know that I know this TikTok took you. Yes, like Stephanie. Six, we are six or seven uh, hours to fucking no, make. No, but here's the thing. The payoff, here's the thing. Bro. Appreciate it. The payoff. I, I like. I like. All right, all right, here's the thing. I like what Boo says, but I'm the guy. Like when I hear people eating, I want to stab you. No, it's not about that, bro. No. When he when he when I he fried the biggest. When he fried the bacon and then he fucking cut it, that crunch, dude. We I all do. had the same and that, we all and had and the that gooey same cheese that reaction, fell out dude. when he fucking like, laid it no, over. Oh. I, I still want to stab. Um, I still want to stab. Marcus, you can't handle the truth, bro. You can't. I'm sorry. Can we please respond to Stephanie's comment about what? 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 A cooking show? Yes. Marcus, a Marcus show we need, we need, a, we need a show. We need a show where we recreate. This fucking food porn shit that I see on TikTok. Yo, I pray don't know. That we have a chef on fucking payroll, maybe. Shut your mouth. Oh, uh, hey, how about Michael this, Marcus? Harrison. Hey, Marcus, shut your whore mouth and play the braided salmon oh, yeah, video. You shut your mouth too. Play the braided. Hate, play the braided. Are we salmon. not playing this? We know. Hate, we know. Hate, we know. Hate, we know. Hate, we know Marcus. The bacon definitely needs to be more crispy. Uh, you know what? I, I just want these guys to shut the fuck up. I, I will co-sign on Cut it. I will co-sign Remove your skin, then start about two inches down. Oh, you seafood lovers. Drew, I know you don't get down with the fucking chip in the water. This Why is for the rest are you removing the skin? Then cut some lemon, put that down in your dish. Her, I think salmon is shit, by the way. Oh, cut this it. is even better than that. Oh, for me. 
Not better. Salmon is a shit fish. Shut your mouth, Mark. Now season up your salmon. I'm using Marcus Old Bay onion powder. Marcus is the tilapia of our show. Smoke paprika. No, motherfucker. I am not the tilapia. The now tilapia is the worst fish in the goddamn world. I prefer to use jumbo lump crab. I'm the fucking yellow fish tuna, Marcus. You know why? Wait, wait, stop, Marcus. Fuck you know why you hate Old Bay? You know why you hate Old Bay? Because you're from Delaware. Baltimore. 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 Bow, I will kill you. Tell her what? <laughs> Tell her how? So, um, thank anyway, you all for the next, in. the next TikTok we have is this. Thank you all for tuning in. Oven. From like yelling a lot. We don't have an oven. God help me. Joseph, please. You see how that sounds, Mary? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> you gotta be, have, you gotta be quick. You gotta be quick with that one, dude. You gotta be quick. That was you gotta all you had in that video, dude. You gotta be quick with that one, dude. You sent me that. That's what you sent me. Yo, I, dude. I, you know what? Was that the end? This is no stop, ladies and gentlemen, b boys and girls, children of all ages, and non-gender conforming people. I want to welcome you all to the newest section, the newest segment of the District of Misfits show. Which is blind reactions to TikTok videos that I pick out for these motherfuckers. This I is fan. This, this is fan. Fucking fantastic. Because here's the, the thing: is I can feel Marcus's resentment every time. Oh, I and I'm on TikTok. Here's the thing: I'm on TikTok every single day, so I see a lot of what he sends us. And so, if y'all are but still, the but the re the rest of the people like Val. They don't oh, watch TikTok like I watch TikTok. So yeah, never no, no, I mean, apparently you don't watch TikTok like I watch TikTok because Let's your whole play it. thing is just like... I played it, Al. We already played the shit. Are, are we at the end of my list? End? Are we at the end of this that's week's Oh, list? yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. Well, Was that the hmm. end? He just ended with here you are. You just Jim Morrisoned all of us. Is that what happened, Marcus? You know what? My Way favorite. You know my favorite. <laughs> my favorite. You. My favorite thing from last week. From the creators of the Kitastic Kids Bop comes the most kidtacular Kids Bop yet. Straight out of Compton, a silly mother lover named Nice Q. From the club called Kids who love their school when I'm called on with my friend Sean. Straight out of Compton and right into your on. suburb. He's a little something about a student like me. Giving hugs since I got out the nursery. Nice cube would like to say, I'm a little ray of sunshine to brighten up your day. We've got all your favorite Compton Kids classics. She swallowed it, her vegetable. Real students don't cry. Appetite for nutrition. Friends for life. If it isn't nice, parental appreciation is advised. Find them, thank them, and flee. Boys in the home, I'd rather hug you. A friend is a friend. Juice man, always into spelling. 100 miles and walking at a reasonable pace. Express yourself politely and love the police. Love the police coming straight from the playground. A young kiddo got it back because he frowned. 
Dude, I I really what I what I really don't want is for Marcus to fucking weaponize that video, but I know it's gonna happen, and eventually we'll have to. It will happen. I will. Oh weaponize. my god! <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're running fucking two hours strong almost. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I feel like for us to tempt fate any further is to be at our detriment. So, Marcus, why don't you uh, give your final thoughts? Actually, no, Drew, you're our guest. Give us your final thoughts, please. Um, <laughs> uh, you didn't see that shit coming. Up. It's a crazy <laughs> world. I did, actually. So here's what I'll say. 2020 and 2021 already is shaping up to be a fucked year. Uh, it's a little bit of a crazy world out there. And there's a ton of dumb shit that we thought would never fucking happen that's always like ended up going down and happening. Um. If you hear our voices, if you live in the district, if you're about the district, if you're about your own safety, and if you ever need any help realizing your own personal safety, please reach out. Don't let money be an object. Don't let anything be an object. Uh, I'm happy to be a resource for anybody who loves this city, and I'd love to be here for you. Right on, my friend. For sure, yeah, dude. It really was. I, I, you know what? I'm a. I, I, I got, I got butterflies before we started. I never get butterflies before the show. I always get a little anxious. You know, I got nothing but love for you. I always get a little anxious, but I had like, I was so excited for to for 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 this week's show that like. Well, I'm I got, sorry I, that I ranted. No, <laughs> dude. That's why I fucking wanted you on here because you're gonna rant about some motherfucking shit. People gonna be like, well, god damn fucking know that like that dude be crazy dude we ran about a lot of shit and most of the time it's not things i would necessarily recommend to like your mom or your kids or your fucking grandma or whatever but like everything that you said today is all like people are gonna you uh, you you are very informal a lot of our guests took it's very rare that people walk away from this show better (laughs) than they were that is not true they watched it and i will fight you every single day (laughs) I'm giving cooking advice. Well, there's that. Chicken All right, Drew. Now I'm ready to fight you on the fucking ouster. <laughs> Drew, okay, okay. be at the corner of fucking oh, man. and we'll be oh, fine. Shit, Marcus, you have. I mean, Marcus, is Marcus, you're gonna need to like. You're gonna need like seven helmets. And 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 Sheena. You're gonna have to ex. Yes, you're gonna have to fucking ex- You're gonna have to put a rush run. order on that bubble suit, dude. <laughs> bubble suit. <laughs> so Red, Drew's gonna Drew's gonna oh, roll you God. down 13th Street at Cordoza. <laughs> He's gonna roll you all the way down 13th Street. It's not. A, it's gonna be amazing. It's the new P Hill. We're gonna do like a District of Misfits show. We're gonna do a, only page. We're gonna clip. do only. We're gonna do only page. What? No, we're gonna do. That's not what I was talking about. That was actually a total joke. I just want to say about yeah. yeah. for We're gonna do a field trip. The like the show we're gonna come yeah out. yeah we will we will and yeah we're gonna do a return trip separately there is a group of of female women bartenders 
who would like to also take a separate field trip with you. Oh, talk to Drew for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are one of them being Stephanie. I am more than happy. More than happy that this is happening. Don't leave your eyes open. All right, look, we're getting we're 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 getting off track. We're getting off track. No, Um, not. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're we're two hours. We're two hours running. We're getting off track. We're Um, three hours running. Three well, we are three hours running to the rest of humanity. Anyway, we're three hours running for the rest of humanity, dude. It's we are one three o'clock hours in the morning. running for the rest of them. Yeah, it's all running. right. Let's do it. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys ruining my life yet once dun, again. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Boo Dixon, and my life sucks. So let me tell you how to find me on Instagram and yes. Facebook. Wow, Marcus. Woo. My new best friends are Marcus and Val. Oh, Lord. Marcus, the, uh, I guess the uh, the electrolytes have worn off and it's just bought him now. <laughs> it's just not good. Don't be your life. So, you know, right, you, right. you, you, know what, you know what I am like to do? I'm like the. Val, can I walk to the bar and have some Pedialyte? Yeah. I'm the guy from the Boofan, like the fucking j- Slim Jim. Wow. Dude, all right, so stop. This is like Marcus, 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 stop. Marcus. Marcus, like, I love you. Marcus, Marcus, I love you, and I apologize for calling you the tilapia of this show because I know that that's where all of this hostility is coming from. I really didn't mean it. It just rolled off my fucking dome, dude. I love you. You are the so you are the, so you are the sea bass. You are the sea bass of the show. I, I like you are the Chilean sea bass. You are. You are. That is uh, Maryland Rockfish. This you. is absolutely it is, never. Val, Val, it, is, it is not. But it's okay. this is not the hill that I'm going to die on. Not on this show. You are the Chilean sea bass. You make you. You and, and yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, mean, <laughs> I know it, Marcus's whole deal changed when I said tilapia. Like it was all just like I cut the brake lines. I cut the brake lines and pushed call, the truck call, down the hill. Call I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm call sorry. Me I the, call me the catfish because tilapia is the shit fish. I know, Mark Marcus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all, uh, with with all of you in the fucking chat as my witness, I apologize, Marcus. Oh, I'll kill you. I love you. Fucking dude. caved. He did not dude, cave down. No, Shut the I just fuck up. He <laughs> fucking was starting to Friday, 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 Friday. Oh, wait, is that your safe word? Yes, that was three hours. I know it's three hours ago. Why am I bringing up? Old you, do you I think I pay attention Yoda. enough to know the right. day of the week it is? So Marcus. for for Marcus and, and Val, why? And Drew, why? Good Lord, we know what day of the week it is. Andrew, I would like it's to say Sunday. thank you all for tuning in. Like it's Saturday. Please catch us wait, next wait, Sunday. Wait, 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 it's yeah. sun. It's going into Monday. It's uh, catch us next Sunday. Wait, today is Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, we can do it. Marcus, play the graphics, the cool graphics that okay. you came up with for the end of the show. Um. So yeah. I mean, really, I, 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 my graphics. You you right. you you put all that work into well, it. Yeah. Do no. it the district of Dogface Studio. We're a studio. Wow. We like stuff. More. Yeah. Crush in DC where we do more stuff. 
<laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I thrown out. Totally insane. They pushed me on and maced me. Anime. 